0: Good evening, Jammers, and welcome to the 60th episode of the Jams and Cocktails live podcast. My name is Brad Brock, and I'll be your host on tonight's musical journey. I'd like to thank all of you for tuning in live on Facebook, YouTube, and JNC Radio. And a big thanks to those of you catching the rerun on YouTube or listening in on your favorite podcast platform like Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Apple Podcasts. Wherever you're tuning in, please give us a like, share, and subscribe. Joining me in the legendary JNC Lounge tonight is the magnificent Miss Jordan Taylor.
1: Hello, everybody.
0: Also, with us in the lounge is our special guest, nationally acclaimed and Grammy nominated musician and producer, the one and only Alex Meissner. Hi. Oh, man. While we get to know Alex tonight, you guys will also dive into the Geordie files. We'll play a round of Name That Tune with all of you tuning in live. We'll get our midweek motivation, and of course, we'll put Alex on the hot seat inside the Lipton ooh. Tea. <laughs> oh yes, who is right? But first, let's kick this thing off with our Shot of the Week. All right, you guys. Well, tonight's shot of the week is uh, is inspired by Alex's Austrian heritage. And, and uh, we talked a little bit about it before the, the show went live, and I wanted to make sure I wasn't offending him. <laughs> oh, that, <laughs> yeah. Alcohol is so offensive it's to me. Incredibly Brad. offensive. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. So uh, from what I've read, this is an Austrian specialty called the Jaegerte, And uh, I got the pronunciation... Uh, Excellent. <laughs> this time. <laughs> Ausgezeichnet. <Yeah. laughs> so you guys, you can make this yourself, um, which is what I ended up having to do, or you can purchase it pre-made from the Stroh Company. And it's a combination of In- Inlander rum, spiced black tea, spices, wine, brandy. Um,
2: <laughs> so, ju- so just buy it pre-made. It's probably, probably
0: easier yeah. <laughs> that way. No lie, no lie. And the thing is that much like Jägermeister,
3: it is a cure-all. So it is an herbal tonic and this is meant to cure all of your woes in life. I mean, it, it's from if you have high blood pressure or low blood pressure, your blood, um,
0: your blood I'll sugar level, here. you know, I
3: mean, this is, this is, <laughs> this is to health.
0: Well, nice. I will cheers to that. Cheers to health. Prost. 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 Sicky, tucky, ticky tucky. Hoi, hoi, hoi. <laughs>
3: That. we do? Smacznego. That's-,
2: <laughs>
0: That's for our Polish friends. Yeah. Oh, <laughs>
2: Ooh, he knows so many I, languages.
0: I've found that to be very nice. I
2: think it was better than when it, I like it more at like, yeah, a,
0: well, I mean, when, it when was we really
2: hot earlier. Yeah.
0: When we tried it, it was it did just come off, come off the stove from from.
2: Yeah. So it's much better made. at a lukewarm, like room temperature. Yeah, that was that was that pretty was nice.
0: nice. Well, we got a whole pot full over there. So yeah, if we so want to go shy. around again, <laughs> we have all kinds of drinks tonight. I can't wait to get into that. But you guys, uh, if you would like to join us for our shot of the week each week, visit JNCPodcast.com and click on the shot of the week link to see what we're planning for the upcoming week and get everything you need delivered directly to your door through our friends at Drizzly. I don't know about this. I don't know. I I tried to get it delivered myself. And uh, so some things they don't have. But uh, yeah, check out Drizzly. Uh, Well, you guys, I think we should probably just dive right into this. What better way? I'm going to introduce you to a man that perhaps needs no introduction. He is a nationally acclaimed and Grammy-nominated musician and producer. He is a wild man on the accordion, trumpet, and a variety of other instruments, and he commands the stage. Uh, from what I've seen, I'm so excited to have him here he has uh more musical credits than i think we'll be able to get through tonight uh we'll have to have a whole other podcast just for those but you guys check out alex mikester up, up, right it doesn't matter what you got we're gonna have some cheer
4: we're flying out because we got wings no one has fear drink up get up party right here time is rising
0: Welcome to the Legendary JNC Lounge and the Jams and Cocktails podcast, man.
3: It is an absolute pleasure to be here. Um I've heard the legends. And um
0: <laughs> all good, I hope. <laughs>
3: all, all great. I mean, and um, I'm just looking at all the previous guests that you've had, and this setup is just really awesome.
0: Thank you so much. We 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 uh we try to make it as uh as like garage chic as possible. So, you know, it's uh it's it's cool, but it's also you know, pretty, you could park a car in here for sure. <laughs> oh, isn't every great studio that way uh, uh, you would, you would hope
2: they spend a lot of money to look like that.
0: Yeah. And we spent a lot of money to, uh, not to like not look like, like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, again, welcome. Uh, thanks for being here. I'm so glad that we were able to make this connection. Shout out to Paul from drums and rums podcast for, uh, for putting this together. And, uh, thank you, Alex, for, for having such, a uh, uh Quick availability to, to come in, man. That's very cool.
3: Well, I'll tell you, one of the upsides to everything we've been going through for the last 12 months is that it has, as the slowdown, well, as the complete total halt of everything happened, <laughs> yeah. you know, it has allowed us to all take a time to... I mean, be with our families. I, I, I've been home more in the last 12 months than I think I have been in the last 12 years combined. <laughs> yeah. um, and that's great. My wife, Paula, still likes me. So I'm I'm like, this is all good. <laughs>
0: that is important.
3: Um, and when everything comes down to it, I'm getting to practice and write more music. Um, I'm teaching again, which is amazing. I've been doing online teaching through my Patreon. And I'm getting the opportunity to meet some of the great musicians and be part of the scene of the place where I live. So it's, it's really great to meet y'all. And I've, I've had a few other things going on. I'm, I'm doing some gigs with a dude named river cat. Oh, that is- you know,
0: I, I met Rivercat recently. Yes. Um, at, at a gig of my own, in fact. Um, and, uh, you know, he's, Kind of an unassuming guy. He he looks like uh like he's somebody. You know, he just has that look. So like when he came up to talk to me, I was like, okay, I'm gonna make I'm gonna talk to him. Yeah. And uh, what a cool dude! And uh, I'm I'm gonna reach out to have him because I think he's got a record dropping pretty soon. Yes, if I'm he not does. mistaken.
3: And we actually have some gigs. I think we're playing a Terraformada as a duo. Um, I'm getting all the rockabilly chops together on Eastportia. Yes. And um and so there's. It's, it's just really awesome um, at the same time, you know, it's connecting me with some of the people that aren't close to me. We're, we're finding ways. There's people tuning into the podcast tonight. I already saw some people from Texas and Ohio nice. here and um, that's that's part of the whole thing. Everybody's kind of finding their communities and sure. it's, it's beautiful. You know, we're, I know that when I get the opportunity to go out and play um, that it makes me that much more appreciative.
0: Right. You know, of the audience. Right. And we're very fortunate. I mean, uh, certainly in this, in our little bubble here, particularly on the Treasure Coast, but kind of in Florida in general too, uh, you know, we, we have a little bit more uh, opportunities to to go out and, and still gig as gigging musicians. Yeah. Uh, in certain situations, obviously we're not pulling in, you know, hundreds and hundreds of people, but, you know, we're still able to go out and do our thing and, and sell records and merch and whatever it is, you know, and, and, and you know, just kind of, Feel that need to play anyway,
3: and and that's the thing. The people that are coming out are that much more appreciative. And, and look, let's have some empathy for each other. If if these people need more distance and that kind of thing, okay, fine,
0: you know. Exactly. And, and
3: and if these people are comfortable, then let's 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 keep everybody in their in their happy space and look for the good.
0: Right. Yeah. Exactly. Well, before we dive too deep into uh, into. Your life and your accomplishments, because I definitely there's a lot to touch on. As I mentioned, is that Uh, called a rap sheet? (laughs) (laughs) It could be. I got everything from the Martin County, uh, the Martin (laughs) County (laughs) arrest blotter. So, (laughs)
1: Uh,
0: would you like to to? butter everybody up with a little uh, accordion tune Do you
3: know that sounds like an idea um should i play a straight old polka should i go into something crazy um
0: hmm. you, you, you tell know me let's you go want- from let's go from traditional to crazy throughout okay. the night how's that sound okay that sounds kind of fun okay so let's all see right here perfect so all right well alex is gonna get up there and, and get situated and sorted and uh and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do my best to, to make it sound good for all of you. So, uh, and then we'll get to an interview with Alex. Yes. Here we go, you guys. Alex Mikesner.
4: All right. It's Poké.
0: that is just so cool.
2: Yeah, can I just say coolest instrument and awesome and also you have the best accordion hair. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, it's fantastic. Pa- package deal.
0: Yes. <laughs> I I would have to agree with her polka hair yep, polka
2: or, or accord, accordion hair. Either way.
0: So good. Wow, you know, man.
3: It, it, it's funny because when I worked for Disney, it was like, must keep the hair short. It cannot go above a certain oh, length God, and all that kind of yeah. stuff. And Stifle. then I was doing the work for Hormel and you're like longer, longer, longer. <laughs> and it's like, okay, so I'm, I have a Hormel shoot now, but I'm going to be subbing at Disney <laughs> the week before. And my stage manager's like, Alex, the hair's a little long. And I'm like, She's like, okay. If any of the bosses come in, you're just gonna run into the bathroom, slick your hair back
1: more, and just,
4: and just keep your head down on the stage. So it's all good. Put a
2: hat on.
0: It's so funny. I I. That's funny. For one year, I worked for Disney Cruise Line. Ah, same deal. You know, they they have um, you know their their expectations. Uh, and when I went on there, I had a beard, and uh, they took me aside and they said, "Listen, we want you to keep the beard." Because I was playing like Jimmy Buffett tunes on guitar out by the pool and like doing my thing. And they were like, we kind of like how that looks. But you know.
3: Well, there was that in between time because when I first worked for Disney, no facial hair was allowed at all. At all. And, and then when I went back, it was like, okay, uh, you can let the hair be a little longer than it used to be, but not that long. And it's like, you can grow a beard. I'm like, uh, I don't know. I've looked in the mirror. I don't know that I can grow a beard. <laughs> you know, I'm not as cool as Brad here. Uh,
0: you know, um, this, this this is just, I woke up like this. It was totally shaved yesterday. No, they did. <laughs> but they did start uh, allowing people to grow like a mustache. You were allowed to have a mustache. And that was kind of the, the beginning of the end, I think.
3: <laughs> well, it's for certain places like they had a group from Italy and they it, it's part of their appearance right, you know right. what i mean and so it disney has has relaxed a little bit through the years
0: a little so. bit we'll say that <laughs> well let's jump right into it man um i we were talking a little bit off camera uh, you've been performing since you were 4 years old which is crazy because i think i was still pooping my pants at four years (laughs) old but uh so let's take a trip all the way back i always like to start i think i start out with the same question every time we have a new guest and uh let's go all the way back to the beginning and tell us how your musical journey began well, my mother would tell you that my musical career started in the womb
3: um, <laughs> and then, shortly after I used a coffee table as a drum set and and all that kind of stuff. but I was on stage at age four, um singing with my dad's band and that kind of stuff. By the time I was age six, I was co-hosting the international radio the international showcase radio show on wMUH Allentown with my dad yes. and my sisters and I were performing as the Mikesner Kinder. If you can imagine, like, a three-kid version of the Von Trapp family, <laughs> um, you know, I had a little accordion, and then I eventually picked up the trumpet. My older sister played recorder and clarinet. My little sister was cute. Um, and um, we we sang in English and German and Slovenian and Italian.
0: Oh, wow. my gosh.
3: And uh, performed um, in, in some of the... Uh, Amazing places like the Armory in Kansas City, Kansas. <laughs> and,
0: um, what a venue. I, I,
3: yes. Well, I mean, dude, I mean, I was six, seven years old and playing in front of like 2,000 people. Yeah. You know, um, the Pittsburgh International Folk Festival, um, at, um, the not the civic arena the david l lawrence convention center in pittsburgh i mean i was in third grade and i led a troop of 50 accordion players through a crowd of sixteen thousand people I, it was like to think of it now i'm like dude that's crazy right um and i'm like well i didn't know to be nervous so i mean i'm probably more comfortable on a stage than most other places so it's a good
0: scene that's that's wild man that's incredible! Sixteen thousand people and fifty accordion players. That's even you know, more impressive. That's considered
3: that's that's illegal in at least eleven states. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. Well, as you mentioned, uh, you know, I know most people know you as the wild man mm. on the accordion, but you are also an accomplished trumpet player among other instruments. But the trumpet stands out, uh, or stood out. For me, reading trumpet, your bio.
3: Trumpet is the instrument I, I supposedly know how to play. Um, <laughs> I got my degrees from Ithaca College School of Music in Ithaca, New York, and did a undergrad in trumpet performance and music ed, and then did my master's at Penn State, not the State Penn.
0: Uh, uh, <laughs> I heard the school's really good at the State Pen, though.
3: <laughs> we'll have to reference Jan for that one.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jan if you're listening I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, but we, we love you Jan and
3: we're going to have to have you on the podcast as well, For sir. For sure. Yes. But um but did my degrees in trumpet, classical jazz, um I had Great opportunities, and you know we are an amalgamation of everything we learn through our lives. So sure. formal education, informal education, schools of hard knocks. I mean, it's <laughs> yeah. a, a, f- a few beers along the way. Um, yeah,
0: maybe more than a few. <laughs> yeah.
3: So it's it's a good life.
0: That's that's awesome. Mm, trumpet, trumpet, and I've seen I've seen videos of you performing not only on trumpet. And then accordion, but both simultaneously at the same time, which well, is incredible.
3: With the band... Um I play left-hand bass for the band. So if I stop playing accordion, there's no bass. Ah. So I have to. So it's like I relish the opportunity to play the trumpet with both hands. And, ah. um, and <laughs> so that happens a handful of times a year. Um, no no
0: pun intended. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes.
3: <laughs> so, you know, and in this time, I, I got to sit in with FDO, the local big band here, and with Michael Harrison. And so it's it's just – Getting to do some different stuff.
0: That's know? awesome. That's yeah. very
3: cool. And if you want to catch me doing both of them, let's get the early commercial plugs in. Saturday, I will be playing in Lake Worth, Florida at the American German Club of the Palm Beaches. For We will be shamrocking the house. It'll be Irish, German, and anything else that... Involves everybody having a good time.
0: <laughs> I love that. So, That's this this Saturday.
3: This Saturday, the- um, Tom O'Holler will be playing drums. <laughs> O'Holler. <laughs> Joe McTierney is playing the saxophone. <laughs> and the band is being wa- um, rounded out by Wally Dombrowski. There was no way to, to Irish that name <laughs> up. Um, Wally is a Polka Hall of Famer and multi-award winning musician who... Um, is the leader of a band called Polka Country Musicians out of Connecticut, and he spends half of his time down here in Fort Lauderdale with his wife. Here,
0: so. nice. So he's a, a effectively a snowbird.
3: Well, he it's it's a back and forth. It's not a just in winter months. So oh. I mean, he's too young to be a snowbird. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, so
0: um, we need to, we need to coin a term for like young people that that go back and forth between the north and the south. We, now, we have to coin that tonight. People that avoid bad weather. Yeah, that too. Smart. <laughs> smart. That's
2: That's smart. It's like, Boom. hey, former <laughs> Michiganer here. Yeah, I wish I would have got on that.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Well, so you got your first taste of the Grammys when you performed with your dad on uh, Walter Ostenex. Did I get that name right?
3: Ostenek. Ostenek. Ostenek, uh. but as Walter would tell you, at the young age of 85- um, Or he's 84, 85, and I talked to him a few weeks ago. As long as you spell it right on the check, I don't care how you say it.
0: <laughs>
1: yes. <laughs>
0: yes, I would have to agree. But he actually had a, uh, a Grammy award-winning album, Music and Friends. Uh, so tell me about that experience. And, of course, at such a young age. I was a freshman in college and
3: um, Walter, when he would do a trip to Florida, would generally come by himself, and then we would be his backup band. I played, depending on on how many musicians were available and that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. You know, on that specific trip, I think I was playing second accordion. In fact, uh, there's some video of proof of that one showing up soon. It was ah. the last time that I played with America's Polka King and the first Polka Grammy winner, Frankie Yankovic, as well. Um, but he was staying at our house and he's like, hey, I'm gonna be putting out a new record. You want to put a track on it? And I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: no, 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 uh, I'll pass this opportunity. You know, because
3: at that point he had just won two, he had just won his second Grammy Award. And so things were going really well. And Walter, one of the most generous people I've I've known. He's just um he's gotten every award that the country of Canada can award a civilian in an Royal no Order of Canada. And like, we um, in 2019, we did a tour of the Netherlands together. And here he is, like 80-some years old, and he's like, well, I'm probably not going to play as long as some of the other guys. He sits down when he plays, and then he goes for an hour and a half straight, <laughs> completely whoops the audience. I'm like, dude, i got to follow the 80-some-year-old guy who just oh, killed them oh. all, man. But the thing was, like, we flew back into the United States. I, I don't know, were we in Detroit or Cleveland Airport, whatever it was? And, like, there's people, like, we're coming off the plane and, like, guy just comes up to him and goes, are you Walter Ostinick? And it's like, yeah, because he's on TV constantly in Canada. No and kidding. so when you flip the border from Detroit, Windsor, I mean, it's just people know him and just amazing dudes. So he wow. had this track and the Grammys were in New York that year, I think. And I was in Ithaca, but... I had a sight singing theory exam the next morning. And as a freshman in college, didn't know that I could have gone to my prop and said, Yo, I think I need to go to the Grammy Awards. <laughs>
0: so, like, I and go in. And he would have been like, Yes.
3: So, yes, I, I mean, go I go in and he's it, and like, It's time for my individual party exam. He's like, How's it going, Alex? Uh, anything new? I'm like, Yeah, I was on a Grammy winning record last night. He's like, What? <laughs>
0: <laughs> didn't go, though. Um, didn't didn't go. go. Because I'm here today.
3: Dedication. That is it's dedication. Cool.
0: <laughs> Dr. John White, thank
3: you for all of your amazing lessons at Ithaca. I love you, my friend.
0: <laughs> oh, and Dr. White, I'm sure we have let you go. I'm sure I, yes, you seem he, cool enough.
3: <laughs> oh, totally awesome, Takadimi baby, <laughs> amazing.
0: Um, so, uh, your take on the polka genre, at least in your original music, the records that I that I, I was I was perusing, uh, preparing for our show together, is uh, it's pretty progressive and in a lot of ways and awesome Thank you. uh you know Thank we you we, sure. we got to hear a couple of the tunes uh, in the countdown if uh, any of you were tuning in early or turning tuning in live unfortunately our our viewers seeing this otherwise don't get that uh, that countdown experience but um for you tuning in live you get to hear all these cool tunes um so how would you describe your brand of polka
3: That is an interesting question because I am very rooted in the tradition. I'm the fourth generation of my family that are musicians in the United States. Um, I've played in a myriad of the more mainstream traditional polka genres with some of the top players. Um, Because polka music in the United States alone has a lot of different – there's different ethnic delineations that – have differences in tempos, instrumentation, style, and that kind of stuff. Then when we add on European aspects of it, I mean, there's, I mean, it's like saying, Oh, I play in a rock band. (laughs) Well, well, I mean like, dude, is that Led Zeppelin? Is that uh, Metallica? Exactly. You know,
0: and Megadeth.
3: and, And well, the thing is that to a lot of our more mature audience, they don't really hear a difference between Bill Haley and the Comets and Megadeth sometimes. Maybe, yeah. (laughs) Um, But, you know, and so I would imagine in the same respect, a lot of people don't hear those differences between the six fat Dutchman and Brave Combo. (laughs) But I mean, but for me, so I grew up, my family being Austrian, played a lot of German style and um, I did a lot of gigs of, course with my dad and with hank haller from cleveland and i sat in with walt gruller and these are all huge names in the german american polka kind of scene um my main jam then was in the S- cleveland slovenian style which um as i i perform with walter Ostinic and frankie yankovic joe fedorchak roman passetti um and those cats in the Polish side, there's a guy named Joe Oberytis, the godfather of Polish soul. And, um, <laughs> I love that nickname. It's mean, uh, so
0: good. Powerful. <laughs>
3: that, I mean, dude, <laughs> some, if you, when you have Patty King on the show, you're going to have to ask for his Joe Oberytis story because he just, I'm going to write, uh, it, I'm gonna write yes, it down. Um, down. So, so, yeah, so that'll be all good. Um, so. I come from that traditional basis. And at the same time, I'm got my education doing jazz, playing in numerous bands, everything from the solutions to backing up a country singer and playing, playing shows on trumpet with a contemporary Christian act and, wow. you know, and doing gigs with Tony DeSerre who is a um, great jazz piano player and singer. In fact, I did a video with him a few years ago, um, for postmodern jukebox oh, yeah. if you're, so we did a version of Despacito and no I, last I checked, it has like 2 million something views. Um, <laughs> and it's saying. and it is like so with Tony good. and Mandy Gonzalez from Hamilton. Um, wow. So the thing is I took all those experiences and as my dad retired from playing, you know, my band had that traditional Oktoberfest thing going on, but I was seeing the audience shifting You know, and especially I like having the traditional aspect, singing in correct dialects of German and then turning it around and making it relevant to the population that 98% of our audience doesn't speak German. (laughs) Right. You know, I'm not, I'm not fluent. I know enough German to get into trouble, but not enough to get back out. Uh, (laughs) Uh
0: (laughs) That is an important learning curve.
3: (laughs) Exactly. So. So I started mashing other things. I found that all you have to do is pick up the accordion and go do 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 <laughs> and all of a sudden the entire room goes, What the hell is going on here? And and if you play 16 bars of living on a prayer, you all of a sudden just got the attention of all the people over here that were like, What's going on with that band wearing later hosen? And you know, and that's
0: exactly basically
3: how it how it all just evolved. And I love just getting that element of surprise and connecting with an audience. So
0: it's so great. And I did see, you know, that, I mean, you, you guys, if you go out there and you Google Alex Mikesner on, or not Google, but YouTube, I guess they're one in the same now. They own each other. <laughs> yeah. But uh, if you type in Alex Mikesner in, in YouTube, there is just a plethora, a treasure trove of just very cool uh, pro videos, Fan videos, all these really cool things. So it, I had quite a time last week getting to go through and and seeing all these things. Uh, one that stood out was Crazy Train by Ozzy Osbourne. Um, there was a couple other, and I, I, I was Sweet Child of Mine, one of them. Sweet Child yeah. of Mine, Thunderstruck. Yeah. Um, the,
3: and 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 I love mashing things. You know, like I'll play. Well, is it time to play another song? Maybe I think maybe because, it should be. You do know, <laughs> I think that's great. So so I'm gonna do the arrangement of Crazy Train. Okay, And so, I mean, Ozzy Osbourne was never cool enough to play a polka or have an accordion in his band. (laughs) Right. But the thing is, what I find is, I'm not going to play all of Crazy Train because most of the people in my audience are like, that's not their thing, you know? Mm. But if we play some of it, it attracts things, and then I like taking and mashing different things. So Crazy Train is going to evolve into the Last Train to Clarksville, ah, you know, and okay. then it goes into Duke Ellington's Take the A Train, and then it goes into Crazy by Patsy Cline with the harmonic rhythm of Crazy Train underneath it with the chords Ooh. of, uh, and then oh back my. into Crazy Train and ends with Chattanooga Choo Choo.
0: This is yes. smart music, you guys. Yeah, this is smart so music.
3: So you can have fun. And it can be
2: thinking, too.
0: I love it. I love it.
2: This is amazing. So let's
0: go here. All right, Ooh. you guys. We're going to get a treat here. <laughs>
4: this station, won't be there by 420, cause I made your reservation, don't be slow, oh, no, no, no. Oh, no no cause I'm leaving in the morning and I won't see you again, we'll have a night together, till the morning brings my trade and I'm a oh, no, no. Oh, no no and I don't care if I'm ever coming home. As you wanted, and then someday you'd leave me for somebody new. I, I, I. Somebody scream. to I watched all the dropouts who make their own rules, one person conditioned to rule and control, the media sells it, and you buy the roll
2: do know. I I I I I, I I I I I don't even know.
0: Oh my god, that was what you wow cool mashup, man.
2: That <laughs> was cool. It's so much fun,
3: you know. And it's just like, and then at the end of the night, you know, when you have an 80 year old person who has listened to polkas all their life, and Crazy Train was their favorite song, and <laughs> right. you have some like. Frat boy who comes up to you and is just like, Man, I loved when you played the slap happy polka. That just rocked. (laughs) You know, that's what proves that we're not all in such trouble here. The world is gonna come together and we can all do this right.
0: Uh, Man, I I will drink to that. Cheers. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's also funny. Um you're clearly well rehearsed uh, because Tommy Holler Oh no! popped in on the chats and he, <laughs> he said, make some noise yeah. right when you said somebody
1: scream. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I was Do you tired. know <laughs> when you're used to
3: doing 120, 150 oh. gigs a year, yep. it's, you know, certain things go to, you know what it's like.
0: Yeah, for sure.
3: And then there's this weird thing that happens when all of a sudden you go from playing all these gigs to not playing. I actually had to pull the words up for crazy train in case that I forgot. (laughs) I mean, like, and that's, I'm notorious for not having lyrics remembered. Okay. But that is one of those things in which in my sleep, I can, I can do this. And then the other week I had to do some performance. I was like, I think I'm forgetting the words to crazy train oh, here right man. now. And it's just so weird because you get into a certain muscle memory and that kind of bit. But right. um, there is that amazing energy that comes when the audience is getting into it that you can just like, doesn't
1: matter. <laughs> Oh. A little <laughs> yes.
3: it sounded like we had our yodeling time here. Oh, is today going to be the first annual yodeling contest between Brad and Jordan? Oh boy. Um, hmm, what do you what
0: do you think, Jordan?
2: Um, yeah, I'll crush it. Uh-oh. Oh, <laughs> shots Uh-oh. fired. Did you say
3: something about
5: shots? (laughs) Shots, 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 shots,
1: shots. Let's let's re up
0: here. Uh, (laughs) uh. While she's pouring those. uh, let's talk a little bit about your very own Grammy nomination in 2007. Uh, and that was with your or for your collaboration with Bubba Hernandez on uh, the Polka Freakout album. Yes. So tell me about well, being nominated for a Grammy.
3: It was an unbelievable experience. Um, so Sinobio Xavier Hernandez, otherwise Hernandez. known as Bubba <laughs> Um, (laughs) He was the bass player in a two-time Grammy award-winning band called Brave Combo out of Denton, Texas. Mm -hmm. And um, I met him initially when I was in college. I met the band. They were covering a song, an arrangement of mine. And then we hooked and started this little project. And it takes some of the best Tejano conjunto musicians in San Antonio and mixes them into my little – Mashup of German, Slovenian, Polish, Serbo Croatian songs, Bubba bringing the Mexican <laughs> element. And what a crazy combination! I mean, it well, the, the recording sessions were surreal. And because we were at Blue Cat Studios in San Antonio, which is like Tejano Paradise, you know, I mean, right. <laughs> we're doing sessions, and Flaco Jimenez just wanders into the studio, who is like. One of the most recorded accordion cats, um, and he's done everything from working with with um, Los Lobos and his own groups to he um, he toured with Los Rolling Stones and. Um, <laughs> And
0: uh, that's cool. Though. And
3: uh, and Ray Cooter and that kind of Ry Cooter,
1: <laughs> my yeah. favorite name. Uh, we talk
0: <laughs> we talk about him pretty regularly on on the show. Jordan has her own segment that we'll get into in a little bit. Uh, but uh, yeah, Ry Cooter comes up quite a bit.
3: Yeah, I mean, that is an that is an amazing name. You right? know, what I mean, <laughs> Cooter just
2: love to be gifted with that. <laughs> I, th-
3: there's a few other names, but and <laughs> <That's laughs> like, yeah. in, in fact, there is one name that we're gonna have w- when we're off my. <laughs> I mean,
0: <laughs> we, we do we do have a like a like a ten to fifteen minute uh, JNC after dark segment. <laughs> oh, yes, that we don't air just for our exclusive fans. Uh, yes,
3: but you know when we did um, freak out, it's like all these different cats were coming into the studio. At one point, Augie Myers comes in, and Augie was in a band called the Sir Douglas Quintet back in the sixties, and then he toured with Bob Dylan, and then. He, his sunset years were the Texas Tornadoes, which was a super group made up of Augie, Flaco Jimenez, Sir Douglas, and Freddie Fender. Wow. Um, and it's that Tex-Mex rock. It's, it's. Texas music. Right. Which is its own genre all it of its really own. It really is. And so Augie's like there, we're doing a Robert Mitchum tune called The Ballad of Thunder Road. And he's like, hey, do you want some Vox on that? And he just sits down at the organ, blah, blah, blah. And, and Max Baca, who also has a bunch of Grammys with his band, Los Sex Maniacs, was playing Bajo Sexto. And it was just this amaj- amazing mix. And man, this is the joy of what music can bring for us. You know, I mean, there was never a time before that, that I thought I could be playing serbo Croatian Tambarashi music with a <laughs> bunch of Mexicans and, and be like, yeah, Tozo Vats would be proud, you know, <laughs> right. and I, this is what I love. And we got the nomination and go out to LA for this, for, for the thing. And, um, and my oldest daughter was nine months old. Oh, Wow. And she came with and before, you know, you go and you're going over beforehand. You get to pick up your medal and all that stuff. And we're walking by and we're at Staples Center picking up all this stuff. And it's like, and there's the red carpet and it's completely empty. Except for like, there's a security guard just watching, making sure that everything's okay. And we're there and security guard looks and I'm like, can we? And like my daughter, I'm like she can take her first steps on a red carpet. (laughs) That would be amazing. Oh, no. And I go and, you know, I place her down, you know, hand there, trying to, and, and she wouldn't,
1: it. <laughs> it just she, wasn't
3: the time. <laughs> two days later after we got home and I didn't win the Grammy, then she decided to uh. take her first steps. So <laughs> I, she has proven that the children will set their own pace and do it at their own. So she did not take her first steps on the on the red carpet. See, you can't force
0: a moment. <laughs> Most but the, assuredly. But uh, nobody... On Earth is going to knock you for trying because that was the opportunity of a lifetime. <laughs> exactly. You know. I mean, you got
3: it. You got to take advantage. Live life to the fullest.
0: So, yep. Yeah. Right. You know what? Since we have shots, I'll oh. drink to that. Oh. Cheers. Yeah. Here, here. Nostrovia. Delicious. Ah, that is actually.
2: that's pretty, really not terrible. It's pretty nice. That's, yeah. It's getting better. I feel like it's one two. The more you do. Do you know, I think that's with drinking in general, but but sometimes it goes the opposite way, you know, and do you know,
3: (laughs) growing up in the ethnic scene, there's always so many different kinds of, of alcohol, you know, I mean, like (laughs) I I will, I will definitely say that when I was offered my first shot of Jaeger at like nine or 10 years old, (laughs) um,
2: (laughs) Hit you know, the tone for the rest of life. You know,
3: I I, I was like, Robitussin might taste better than this. <laughs> you know, um, at Gottlieb at the Austrian village in Philadelphia, he would just walk around with the bottle and just like pour for everybody. Yeah. But you know, I mean, getting it. The, this, the, the Slovenians and the Serbians and Croatians with their Slivovica. But there's a great one from Germany now that we get. It is called Feigling, it is a German fig vodka. And they come in little shot bottles in which you take the bottle, you turn it upside down, and you shake it, and then you tap the thing. And what you're supposed to do is then take the cap and put it on your nose, and then you... It's like a liquefied fig Newton. <laughs> what? Wow! Uh, oh, that's well, awesome.
1: We'll have
0: to write that down. We went. We. It sounds yep. like we had to stop <laughs> okay. something in the bar here with that. Yeah. Uh, when again, when Patty is here, so um, you need to ask Patty about Joe Beritis. You need to ask
3: him about your shot of the day. Need to be Feigling. Feigling. or
0: Goldschlager
2: oh gold
0: that seems a bit more attainable that's more yeah. yeah. attainable we will
3: try though but but the goldschlager he might have ptsd from that oh uh, uh, perfect i mean
2: that is one that brings a bad night yeah a memorable for every night. anybody involved <laughs> yeah, that's awesome oh
0: man Writing it
2: down
0: well uh 2016 and 2017 were pretty big years for you um so I guess we'll start by talking about the famous Hormel pepperoni commercials yes. and, of course, uh, working Polka. on the film The Polka King with uh, with Jack Black.
3: Well, let's put it all together. That was my banner crazy year. I mean, I got a, a – um, my first – um, major endorsement deal working with Hormel. I got to do the movie with Jack Black, and I got a beer named after me. All in one
0: year. That's I mean, right. Oh, that just, happened in the same year. Yeah. Oh my I god! Mean, it, it really was, was big yeah.
3: year. <laughs> I mean, and then and I was dating Paula, and then shortly after that, going into 2017, Jack Black helped me propose to Paula in Get the power in here. the power station recording studio in New York City before we played Colbert the next day. Oh my gosh! So uh. I mean, um, it's been some crazy times. The Hormel bit was a complete accident. Um, we were playing at the Wisconsin State Fair, and uh, stage manager came back and said, "Next set, you don't have to play." There, it's it's drizzling, you know. So set down, and then I looked out, and there were some people sitting in the rain, and I am like, "Dude, we're not in the rain." And if they're gonna sit in the rain, we might, <laughs> might as, well as well go, go play. play. <laughs> um, Joe Joe might not have been so excited about that. He's like, dude, we can we can hit the road early. And I'm like, dude, how about if we just play our set? And there was a couple that was out there, the Schraffenogels. I, I I can't even make Ooh, that name up, can great I? Great name. And their son Scott worked for BBDO, the ad agency. And they saw the show and really dug it. And he was talking about needing a one-man band for Hormel. Their initial idea was getting like a guitar, drum kind of one-man band thing. And then it was like, accordion, that's the thing we need. And it hit from there. Um, I got an email initially, and I thought it was a joke initially so (laughs) i wouldn't answer the email figuring that one of my musician friends was playing a a practice and they didn't say it was like bbdo ad agency we're looking to have you do a a major ad campaign for us they won't tell you who who it's for and all that kind of stuff and i'm like okay this is smelling of a prank so i called them and and i was kind of snooty on the phone like okay and then she's the the initial lady that had contacted me said, no, this is an actual paying gig. And I'm like, okay, well now you just got, <laughs> okay, now you <laughs> well, got me a good, sign one. me up. <laughs> Here we go, baby. And, um, and then next thing I knew there were people flying from California down to fit me for this contraption. And, <laughs> <Yes>. um,
0: <laughs> it's glorious.
3: It, it, it's crazy. And then, Then I was still like, okay, well, this is all fun and games, you know? And then we're playing in Galveston, Texas, and a hurricane just about starts hitting us. We get out of the gig a day early, and bless you. you. And um, I got to fly to LA from Galveston, well, from Houston. And um, Joe got to drive through the hurricane. He took the van home to Florida oh, no. and drove it. And he's like, it stormed from Galveston to about Melbourne. Here you are, <laughs> you lap know? of luxury
0: on an airplane. And just and, and they flew me first class, and I'm like, hey, this is all good. Champagne in a real glass. How could it
3: get any better? and then i get there and i'm in and they they bring me to this warehouse in the middle of nowhere in the city like you're you're like lost in la and and i've got a dude that's driving me around which means and they give you a per diem and at the same time they're like he has to pay for everything so it's like how many times can can we get in and out you know <laughs> <Right>. um, <laughs> and um and so i go and They bring this contraption out and I'm like, man, now I got to do it. (laughs) And, and it's like, they put the thing on and I'm like, I don't know if I can, they're fitting everything up and they're like, okay, you get two hours in this studio here, have at it. And I'm like, okay, foot one, foot two. Okay. (laughs) How do I get this thing going? But by the end of the whole recording of it, the thing was falling apart.
0: No. Kidding. You know,
3: so it's just like cuz there there were a bunch of extra videos that we did. One where I interrupted a um, I pepped up a city council meeting, one I pepped up a poetry slam, one at like a museum and it was just the, the thing was falling apart and I'm having oh to make my this thing. Gosh. And, but it was just so much fun. Did
0: they, did they at least have like a stagehand or like a, a I don't know, contraption tech to oh yeah, keep yeah. it together?
3: It, it was the, okay, take this thing off and now we got to rebuild this, you know, uh, Oh, my boots that the thing is attaching to, they're falling apart. Okay. Stitch that up. And, oh my and, you gosh. Know, and,
0: well, it's so funny. I have a clip of, uh, of, of, these this time of this contraption of you uh performing with it and kind of roaming around town so uh you guys this is uh the one of the infamous hormel commercials and uh and of course alex meigsner performing as the one-man pep band check it out
4: On a pizza here, on a pasta there. Let's do the pepperoni polka. It's such a tasty treat, you just can't be beat. Let's do the pepperoni polka. Hormel pepperoni, how happy we will be when we do the Hormel pepperoni polka. Pepper, pepperoni, pepperoni, Hormel pepperoni polka. On a pizza here, on a nacho there. Let's do the pepperoni polka. It's such a tasty treat, it's a. Pepperoni polka! Pepperoni, pepperoni, for the pepperoni polka! All the peas are here, on the pasta, let's do the pepperoni polka! It's such a tasty treat, you just can't It's to do the pepperoni polka! For pepperoni, how happy we will be, when we do the harm of pepperoni polka! p pepperoni pepperoni, the pepperoni polka! Ho! pepperoni ha Hey! <laughs>
1: Ah. it's so good
3: it's so good oh man now do you want to go crazy that was the second taping and that taping was booked and that's why I am not appearing on screen in the Polka King movie what? because that was scheduled (laughs) around a meeting for Hormel execs and they flew me to Austin Minnesota and I went in and did that instead of staying on to go to Rhode Island to do the polka king so oh, man the person who the the two different gentlemen that that were playing accordion in the movie on stage are both guys who are recognized masters of the Polish polka world mm-hmm. you know and and they're there, and they're having to match the licks that I did on the session that's so funny. a week earlier.
2: Wow. So it's just Man. kind of crazy. Well, crazy.
0: I guess maybe even selfishly, I'm really glad that you, you did the Hormel oh, thing.
3: I, I I am too. On, on, I, I mean, this is, this is, it's a great problem to have. Oh, I've got
0: <laughs> I'm these too busy. Really,
3: I, I, I mean like, wow. Now think about this five years later and go, Oh, <laughs> <Right. laughs> uh,
0: you know, but five years later, I'm sitting in a man's garage <laughs> talking to him about Hormel. But about pepperoni. About pepperoni. <laughs> um, about pepperoni. Uh, yeah, yes, you like my pepperoni? <laughs> but my favorite part about that video is in the spin class and everything was double time. When that happened, I was in tears out here watching.
3: <laughs> the whole thing is the whole process of making this was a blast. Everybody was just having it's so lighthearted. It it was the antithesis of pressure cooker ad agency work because I mean there's so many times that you go to certain gigs and it's like okay now everybody put on your Disney game face and then you get done and it's like and everybody this was just everybody just letting it all fly it's just like it was a blast
0: hanging out with that so fun yeah. Awesome, awesome. Well, I do want to. Um, we do have oh. a question. Go ahead. Sorry,
2: uh, drums and rums. Paul has asked if um, you get Hormel for life.
3: I do not get Hormel for life.
2: Oh, <laughs>
3: <laughs> so but when we when we had the contract going, I would get these boxes. You know, these this cooler box that would get sent to random locations where we were on tour, and we were throwing pepperoni into the audience. Amazing. <laughs> okay. So Amazing. I mean, flying meat. Come to the Alex Mexter show. And there's flying <laughs> you meat. Get pepperoni in the okay, face. Okay, <laughs> but the best one, I mean, we were playing in Choctaw, Oklahoma, and we were staying at a casino for this Oktoberfest. And my van got broken into in the parking lot. Okay. And some dude broke in, went through the window of the van and was looking for what you look for when you're breaking into a van. He couldn't figure out how to get into the back area where all the instruments and gear. Thank goodness. Thankfully, Um, there was a Mexican strat in there that he didn't touch. That was in the front section. He ended up taking um, drum drumstick bag. So he took about $200 worth of drumsticks (laughs) and a pair of Ray-Bans. But the best part is that there were two cases of Hormel pepperoni. Okay. And the guy evidently, or or girl, whoever broke into our van, like ransacked it. And they're like, they see boxes that says Hormel pepperoni. And they're like,
4: can't be Hormel pepperoni. And there's pepperoni bags all over the inside of it. And they, they were probably quite disappointed to find out there was no money, there were no illicit substances, there was nothing but Hormel pepperoni.
3: Actual pepperoni. Oh my gosh. So there was pepperoni and shards of glass all over the inside oh of our no. bag. That's awesome. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I thought you were going to tell me all they made off with was the pepperoni. <laughs> Glad to know the pepperoni was safe. <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, sp- they did. They did not steal any of our pepperoni. Um, and then we had to drive from Choctaw, Oklahoma, down to Texas with a um, garbage bag for a window, oh, and <laughs> and then got the window replaced. And you know, hey, it's the travails of being on the road. Yeah, yeah. no,
0: truly, it really is. Yeah. Um, since we're talking about food and uh and and products we should probably talk about this amazing beer that i'm drinking this is alex meixner's polka pills Yes. And uh, it says, why die thirsty? So tell us, tell us a little bit. And, and by the way, thank you so much for, uh, for sharing this with us. I, I really made an attempt to, uh, to get this delivered in time and wasn't able to make it happen because Florida has weird laws about delivering and stuff. And so does Texas. And so uh, does Texas.
3: So, um, But this is made by our friends at the Faust Brewery in New Braunfels, Texas. And um, Ray Middledorf is their brewmaster. And Vance Hinton, the owner, they, they hit me up about, about making a beer and I was like, I love beer, you know, so <laughs> right. this, is this is really good. And, um, and so we just talked about a lot of different kinds of beer, you know, they make a lot of amazing craft brews, high alcohol content, you know, I like to refer to them as meal beers Yes, and, and, you know, it's like, oh, well I just had this 10% and, wow, I had one of those and I'm ready to take a nap. You know, it it was, you know, and I was like, dude, I want a beer that tastes good. But, you know, when we're playing a gig and people come out to the festival, they need to be able to drink a bunch of these and still function, you know, and enjoy themselves. And so we talked about beers that we like and that kind of stuff. And he came like a month later, we're playing a gig in Tomball, Texas. He shows up and he goes, hey, I got the first draft literally. (laughs) And and so I tried it and I'm like, this is excellent. He goes, I think it's pretty good, but let me keep working on it. And he goes with two or three other iterations and came back to the original draft because Ray just nailed it. And the beer is, is available on draft in venues in Texas, in South Texas. It's very limited Mm. right now. And we have it in bottles. We are planning on having cans soon as well. And, um, then at the brewery, we have another special. We pep it up. Ah. <laughs> N- luckily, not with pepperoni. Um, but they make a jala polka, not for Tommy Hala. Ah. It, it is um, jalapeno with Ooh. a little bit of jalapeno in there. And it just, it, it's pretty awesome. Oh, but man. you know, well, I just want to
0: show them out there what, what we're working with here. Oh, we're playing the video again, though.
2: Well, you get both. You get both,
0: <laughs> but yeah. So this is what the cans, or the mock-up of the cans there. But um, yeah, if we have anybody in Texas that is uh, that is tuning in with us, there it is. Go on to the <laughs> Faust Brewery, and um, you know I should
3: probably play the song that is most associated with this because. Years ago, when I was touring with my dad and a gentleman named Dan Whittakey, we would play in Fort Wayne, Indiana at their German Fest, and we would split stage with a band called Die Freude Die Freude So they are the merrymakers. And, um, and the, the band leader, the old guy that would play, he had a Krumar organ, and he would stand up at like 11 o'clock in the morning, and he'd have a pitcher of beer, and he'd go, if you drink,
4: you're going to die. If you don't drink... You're going to die. So why die thirsty? And then he would chug a pitcher of beer. Oh, I <laughs> okay. love that.
3: And, and so I stole his line. And we were playing, I think, Cleveland. <laughs> and Randy Kozlowski was was with us. And he heard me do this line. And he goes, a few months later, he comes up and goes, I think I got a song for you. And he wrote this song. So I'd like to play oh, yes. the this signature song. Segue.
0: That is a great segue. Yeah,
2: he segued himself. You didn't even have to. <laughs> I know. Look at
0: this. I don't. I, I don't even have to be here.
2: Yeah. If you drink,
4: you're gonna die. If you don't drink, you're gonna die. So why die thirsty? Why die thirsty? Why die thirsty? Let's. One week the experts say something's bad. The next week they say it is fine. How do you know what is really true when the experts can't make up their minds? If you drink, you're gonna die. If you don't drink, you're gonna die. So why die thirsty? Why die thirsty? Why die thirsty? Let's have a drink. Why die thirsty? Someone I've looked to for good advice. Brad's been very wise. He's been no stranger to a shot and beer, and he's now 95. If you drink, you're gonna die. If you don't drink, you're gonna die. So why die thirsty? Why die thirsty? Why die thirsty? Let's have a drink. Why die thirsty? Let's all have a drink. butter and beer or wine my friend would never touch he ate right and got sleep and exercise but then he got hit by a bus if you drink you're gonna die if you don't drink you're gonna die so why die thirsty why die thirsty why die thirsty let's have a drink Thirsty?
2: Oh, why die thirsty? Let's all have a drink. Woo! Yeah. I mean, you sold the us. Uh, amazing. <laughs> the realest I really sold that drink, though. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you know what's so funny it's is so uh, I have a real. Irrational fear of getting hit by a bus. I'm like, I'm like crazy about uh, crosswalks. crosswalks. Yeah, yep. she knows. Do you and, know, uh, my, my, my newfound fear,
3: we have coconut trees around our house. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. And my neighbor made the comment about the fact that more people die from getting whacked on the head from coconuts falling oh, off no. trees than get hit by lightning. And <laughs> <No>. then... <laughs>
2: And I'm like, you only have seven palm trees in our
4: yard.
0: Uh, <laughs> I feel like it's a very geographical uh, number figure
2: <laughs> somehow. You know, it makes, it makes you consider wanting them in your yard, kind of.
0: <laughs> oh man, I love that. I love that. Uh, so yeah, let's uh, let's talk about the Polka King with Jack Black uh, and and working with him and, and that that whole experience because it's how cool, beyond cool. You know, it's – whenever you get
3: the opportunity to meet and work in conjunction with people that you have admired their work, um, there's always that element of, I hope this person's cool. Right. You know, I mean, it's just like – and and there's so many different ways it can go. But most of the time, you find that, like, real artists are are Cool people, like you know, if you like their what they do, you know, hopefully they're authentically themselves, and sure. that's it. I mean, like, dude, what you see is what you get with me, you know,
0: right? Right. My right. D
3: minus level celebrity, <laughs> you know, and uh, it's like Kathy Griffin's here, and then uh, <laughs> oh, Lord.
0: I don't know, man, you might be just a <laughs> bit higher than that.
3: <laughs> I, 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 but, um, you know, he was just absolutely awesome you know and we did the sessions and what really knocked me out was his attention to detail because we were in the studio and all of a sudden we're in the control room and i hear the singing in polish and nailing it to the wall and i'm like oh well obviously jan's in there showing him what's going on and i look around the corner and there's jack nailing it in polish wow. and and polish is not an easy language unless you like like 16 letter words that have no vowels in them right? <laughs> you know i mean it's just like you know i mean it's just like an amazing tongue-twisting language and he went to town on it he he took it all super serious and had fun with it i mean like it was amazing and then, of course, like I said, I mean, what better way to propose to your to your girlfriend oh, than God. to have Jack Black? Like,
2: yeah, we need to hear that. <laughs> story, yeah, that's, so. that's that's a story for sure. I'm like, yes, you know. Perked so, um,
3: okay, life on the D list. Um, <laughs> like I said, D minus here. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, like we're rehearsing in the power station, and I I I just go up, to Jack. And I'm like, dude, you don't have to do this, but. Like, I've been walking around New York all day with a ring in my pocket. And he's like, Alex, I'm already married. (laughs) (laughs) Darn it. (laughs) And I'm like, my girlfriend is a huge fan. And so, like, he takes selfies with every, like, when when we were doing the sessions and that kind of stuff, he made sure that before he left, everybody that wanted selfies, he took videos for all of our kids, you know? I mean, it was just, like, super cool. That's awesome. And, And so I was like, When you go to take a selfie with her, just keep her back to me, and say something nice about me if you can. You know, I mean, (laughs) and he's there telling her about the fact that his wife played accordion. You know, because his wife, his wife's father is Charlie Hayden, who is one of the great jazz bass players of all time. Wow! And the Hayden family were contemporaries of the Carter family. Um, June Carter Cash, yeah. So in in Western, like traditional cowboy Western music. So I mean, like he is very musically literate, um, and he's there t- telling Paula all this stuff, and then he like moves over, and I'm on one knee, and and Paula is like it. Like in shock from just having been Jack Black and then all this stuff. And so we've got pictures with with Jack and it's like, hey, she said yes. It took about two days to make sure she said yes to me, not to Jack. And, you know, um,
2: so. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing.
3: So it's all good times.
2: That is awesome. Well,
0: here's a photograph of uh, you guys together. Yes.
3: That's that's actually in the studio that um that's very close to the, the actual location where I proposed to Paula. Um, oh, no kidding. So that wow. was during the recording session in July and I gave him an accordion lesson because there were a few scenes where he had to play accordion for the sh- for the shooting and um there there's some videos on my phone of us just like going crazy on the accordions. So, so how is
2: he scale of one to 10? As, as an Can accordionist? You, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Solid two. <laughs> Solid two.
0: I mean, for as, enough for, to get through a scene.
2: Uh, <laughs> yes,
3: exactly. You know I mean? But dude, what a musician. Um, I mean, if you're familiar with Tenacious D and that oh, kind yeah. of stuff. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just like, I, I was trying to talk him into, he's like, well, I always thought Tenacious D should be a polka band. And then I took one of their landmark songs that, is not meant for a PG audience. Uh. Um, and then said, Well, it would make a great polka, and I'm playing it, but I mean, I was like, Please let our band open for you. Oh <laughs> my
2: gosh.
0: How yes. fun would that be?
3: Yeah,
2: bring back Tenacious.
0: No kidding. Oh, that's. A tribute to the
3: greatest song in the world.
0: <laughs> that's that so cool. Epic. So uh, I have to ask. Um, so obviously, uh, for those that don't know, the Polka King obviously is a a film about the life of Jan Levon yes. um the polka king and uh and of course uh it kind of centers around the his his controversy and 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 some some trouble that he got into uh back in the day so uh has has Jan seen the film and what was his reaction um, yes, to it I, in fact um,
3: when I saw the film the first time, it was at Jan's condo no. <laughs> um with Jan, his son Daniel, a whole bunch of friends um you know jan Jan was involved through most of the the process of no it kidding. you know, and it he is completely open about everything leading up to. Um, during, after, you know, I mean, he's like, okay, I did wrong, but you know, then okay, he served his time, right?
0: He paid his price, he paid
3: his price, and and he is he teaches piano now and he does performances, and he's got um, he has their his wages are garnished, and to. Be back Forever, <laughs> you know, but you but know, it's, it's, this it's what all, happens. Yeah. it's all part of a life, and sure. you know, I mean, it's just like, yeah, you can sit back and go, he shouldn't have done this. Yeah, but. He did, and he's owned up to it. And this is that.
0: That's that, you know. And so check out the Polka King on Netflix, uh, with Jack Black. And uh, of course, all the accordion that you're hearing, uh, is, is Alex performing with the exception of the one scene where he's playing. <laughs>
3: exactly. And, and then also, if you want to, there is an episode on CNBC of American Greed. And uh, it's one of
0: Jordan's favorites. And he
3: is one of the only people, if not the only person who was profiled on American Greed that agreed to be interviewed. No and kidding. so when they did their profile on Jan Lewandowski, he is on screen. They came and the there's a culmination scene at the end of it where my band is playing at the, the gin mill in Jensen Beach. Oh, um, and Jan's singing with us. No <laughs> kidding. Um, and, and, you know. Um,
0: that was what it used oh, to be one of my favorites. I used to perform in the Tiki Bar upstairs yeah. all the time. I mean, oh, we, wow, we, wild. We, we,
3: we did a Dingus Day gig there and we did this Christmas thing there. Yeah. Um, and Jan will also be performing with our band in October down in West Palm for Clematis.
0: Uh, oh, that's one, one of their Clematis by yeah, Nights down Cle- there downtown. Clematis,
3: yeah, we're doing an Oktoberfest, and Jan is going to be guesting with us. Amazing. Oh,
0: man. You heard it here first, folks. Yeah. So, we, we might have to make it down to that it, one. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's going to mm-hmm. be for a sure. good
3: time. And um, man, it, it's, it's
0: always it's always an adventure. no kidding you've you've had more than a few we've we've only cracked the service uh i just have a couple other things to ask you about um Uh, after all that went down you got some other cool opportunities uh with discovery channel and 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 ford doing some work with uh ford advertising i've done a whole bunch of stuff discovery
3: um the tv show moonshiners um the uh, it's about all
0: my uncles <laughs> yeah.
3: well a buddy of mine from college ben zebelman um was doing a lot of the music production for it and i was recording in new york i, I was performing in new york and he's like hey can you make a trip out to Terrytown and come hang out in my garage studio <laughs> nice. and um and i did a whole bunch of bumpers and trail and, and all that kind of stuff it's like okay here we go because they had a um, a season where they went down into Louisiana a bit. Cause a lot of that show is Kentucky, Virginia and that sure. kind of stuff, but they went in Louisiana and um, uh, anytime you hear an accordion on discovery uh, on moonshiners that that's me, you know, and, it, 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 and it's, it's just I mean,
0: now I have, now I have some watching to do. I got to put it, on my
3: watch list, you know? And so that, that was cool. Um, the stuff with Ford, um, a buddy of mine in Austin, um, we did a, a series of commercials for Ford F150 trucks again for Louisiana and East Texas we did um the Buckwheat Zydeco version of let the good times roll <laughs> and um and it was predominantly for radio and um and i was like okay i never heard this thing but you know it's amazing how stuff happens you know i've had a few placements on random tv shows Um, There was one time that a tune from one of my jazz albums, I got paid $150 because it was in some sitcom that lasted for like three episodes, didn't even make it an entire season. (laughs) (laughs) And so I get the statement for it. And, you know, this is like early days of DVRing you know, and that kind of stuff. So I like, okay, I I DVR'd it and I, I watched the whole episode and I'm like, I didn't hear my song. I didn't hear anything. (laughs) I couldn't even pick out like two beats of anything, but I got paid $150 for it. So thank you very much. The
0: check, the check cleared,
3: the check cleared. (laughs) It's amazing how you can do things that have much bigger profiles that make much less money. Right. (laughs) Right. You know, the old, the old line, how, how do you make a million dollars in music? Uh, start with two (laughs) million. Then you end up with a million. Uh, That's exactly right.
0: (laughs) Oh man. Well, um, Finally, I want to talk just a little bit about, or maybe it's a plug, but uh, let's talk about AM management and when you got into kind of being a talent agent.
3: Well, it's it's funny
0: how that all,
3: all started up. I was doing a lot of work probably around 2008, 2009. Just before I moved down here, um, I was doing a lot of work in the greater uh, North Jersey, New York City, Long Island areas. And there were tons of beer gardens opening up. Nice. Because as the the Great Recession was hitting, you know, even with up to 10% unemployment, 90% of people were employed, but everybody was uneasy. You know, when you started seeing (laughs) cruise ships going down in revenue and Disney not growing at the rates that Disney normally does, people were taking closer to staycations and that kind of thing. And so- Beer's cheap, relatively, and beer gardens are fun, you know, during the day, bring your family, you know, get a decent meal, get a few drinks, you know, especially in the very urban areas, so talking Hoboken, uh, Long Island City, Brooklyn, that kind of stuff, and so these joints were opening up, and my band fit a mold, because... We kept a traditional thing. We came in wearing Lederhosen. We could sing in German. We did that kind of thing, but we kept the audience involved because we played Living on a Prayer, (laughs) Sweet Child of Mine. (laughs) And in the middle of the two fat polka, we go into I like big butts and I cannot smart. You know, I mean, and so. Um, like, these places are coming to me and go, we want to hire you for every Saturday in October. And I'm like, you and 13 other places want <laughs> right. to hire me. How about <laughs> March, man? <laughs> um, but then I started um, getting to the point where I was like, okay, I need to capitalize on these gigs. And so, and some of my other musician friends weren't tuned in to some of those scenes. So I was able to get bands from Wisconsin. You know, if, if an agent called them for one hit in jersey, you know, the price is going to be one thing, but i could route them from cleveland to pittsburgh to to philadelphia to hoboken to long island, you know, and then right. it made it better for the band, it, it made it better, worth it, and it sure. made it better for the venue and i was able to make a living. I was like, "Yes, this is awesome." <laughs> <And> <laughs> All then, roads lead to here. And especially in Oktoberfest season, there's not enough bands, so it's i met a bunch of jazz cats in which one of the guys grew up with a father that played accordion in a polka band in Toledo, and they became an Oktoberfest band, you know? Um, and then I got in touch with an Irish band. And one of the guys that was in the band had lived in Austria for three years and spoke fluent German. So wow. I'm like, learn these 25 tunes and make yourself An Irish-German, I mean, what makes it better drinking than Irish (laughs) and Germans together? Uh, Yeah, I feel
0: like it's the perfect storm. Which is
3: our gig on Saturday. (laughs) Right. You know, Shamrock in the house at the German club. I love that. So we'll be playing a little bit of Flogging Molly and traditional Irish music and mashing it up with German stuff. And, um, you know, I mean, come on. That's so fun bangers and whooshed
0: (laughs) (laughs) write that down (laughs) bangers and whooshed (laughs) I love it awesome man well you guys uh, that's really all my questions Uh, I'm gonna I have a request uh oh I need you to perform if you will something that is at least three minutes long because I'm gonna make a run for the little boys room okay during this song I'm going to
3: I I hope (laughs) it all comes out okay thank you (laughs) Um, At least
2: it's a little boy's room this time. It's a little girl's I, full, room. Full disclosure. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, I'm going to pick up the button box.
1: And yes. the
3: other accordion that I brought, and this is an instrument that I made my first solo recording on when I was 14 years old. Wow. And so I'm going to play a little polka, and I'll make that three and a half. I, I will make that happen as long yes. as it needs to happen.
0: For yes. It, it, it might so not even coming. need to be that long, but... Uh, but it it might be. I've had I've had I have a smorgasbord of beers and other fun stuff over here and uh yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right, you guys. Well, while he's uh getting that situated over there with the button accordion coming up next, we're going to take a peek inside the Geordie files. Here's another song from Alex Meixner.
3: All right. So, here it is. It is Polka Time, the Good Neighbor Polka. <laughs>
0: Thank you for that. I am rejuvenated. I am refreshed. I am ready to rock and roll, <laughs>
4: or you was... are ready to polka,
0: or oh, I'm, oh. I'm ready to polka. That's that is. I'm definitely in that mood today.
4: Um, so I'm polka holic. I'm a polka holic. I need a polka to get me through the day. <laughs> so before
0: we we jump into Jordan's segment, um, tell me a little bit about the difference between the the accordion you were playing before and the button accordion. I was going
2: to ask that. Okay. Oh, Jordan. And which don't one you, he you, likes better? Do you have a question? You, yeah, and which one you prefer? Like, which one is a... Uh...
3: Okay, so the piano accordion, the traditional, the conventional piano accordion is 41 keys of a piano keyboard. And on the left-hand side, we have 120 basses. It is fully chromatic. So you can play, obviously, is like a piano. And, you know, there are two rows on the bass notes on the left hand that are of bass notes arranged in a circle of fifths within a third apart with the other row. And then there are major chords, minor chords, dominant seventh and diminished seventh chords all going by the circle. So it's a super easy and logical system for bass and chordal accompaniment. Mm -hmm. And so that makes it good. Now, the button accordion here, this version of a diatonic heligon is its technical name. It is diatonic. It only plays in specific keys. This one plays in the keys of G, C, F, and B-flat. And each one of the buttons is different, whether when I'm going in, I'm on the tonic. When I'm going out, I'm on the dominant. So it's like having four rows of harmonicas next to each other. I was
0: just going to say, it sounds like a harmonica or a set of harmonicas. Yeah,
3: Exactly. And then the left hand is coordinated with that, but has heligon reeds. Uh, Heligon is the ancestor of a tuba. And okay. so it's got
4: really deep tuba bass kind
3: of sounds, mm-hmm. and so, but versions of that instrument in different combinations uh, are found in everything from Irish music um, to um, to the conjunto and tejano music of the South Texas North Mexico kind of thing. So it's it crosses all the boundaries. We have a no good time. kidding,
0: I, you know I, you, wow. you think like the guitar is the most universal you know instrument, but it really is not. Like there's. There's so many cross-genre instruments, and accordion is one of them, well, clearly.
3: and the accordion specifically, what makes it unique and most functional is the fact that you're able to play melody, harmony, rhythm, all in a portable format. Right. So um, the ancestors of an accordion originally, in fact, I'm giving a talk for Pomona College in Claremont, California on Monday or I think it's on Monday, on accordions and that kind of stuff. The the original concept of a free read instrument was originally from China. Mm-hmm. And when European explorers first came back with this, you know, they adapted and put a piano keyboard to it because it was the perfect instrument for traveling ministries. Because an organ was not portable. Not at all. No. A guitar. <laughs> Didn't have enough projection, and most importantly, couldn't cover all. Of, I mean, unless you're talking like somebody like Tommy Emmanuel, who can, right. like, <laughs> who can like do 17 different things all at the same time, you know, and 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 brush his teeth while he's doing while it. While he's I, doing it, exactly. you know. I mean, so it it's its own thing. The accordion, with a relatively, it does not take a lot of time before some if if somebody understands the system. They can jump in and start making music with it, and um, and and get functional. You right, know. Right. Right. Now, I've been playing the accordion for forty years, and <laughs> I, I, I've gone to that functional state. Um, I figure in another forty years, I will hopefully have a better conception of what I'm doing.
0: You know? <laughs> we'll have to talk to Jan about all that. <laughs> all right, Amazing. you guys. Well, uh, we're going to we'll let uh, Alex take a little bathroom break if he needs or refresh his drink or whatever needs to be done because we are going to turn things over to Miss Jordan Taylor as she takes us through a journey on On This Day music history, celebrity oh, birthdays, boy. departures and gossip in her very own segment we call... The Jordy files,
2: The Jordy files, Jordy, Jordy, Jordy,
0: What's up, Jordan? Oh
2: much what's up brad oh you're looking lovely over there oh thank you thank you (laughs) i do my best
0: all right what do you got for us this week
2: well i hope everyone brought us sitting down because we have a lot of birthdays today it is a big day in music world so yes um so march 10th in 1947 tom schultz Um, guitarist keyboards for Boston was born on this day. They had the 1977 single, More Than a Feeling, and the 1986 single, Amanda.
0: Is that one that you cover?
3: I do not, but you know, you never know what could (laughs) show up next in the (laughs) set. Always taking notes. Getting
2: ideas. (laughs) And then in 1954, Tina Charles, who had the 1976 single, I Love to Love, But My Baby Loves to Dance. (laughs) And then in 1955, this is one for the drag race fans, in reference to the one and only Crystal Method, Bunny DeBarge, singer from American family group DeBarge, um, they have the... 1983 single All This Love and the 1985 single Rhythm of, of the, the night. night.
4: I was just yes. going to say the
2: Rhythm of the Night Oh, like this? Oh.
4: I don't remember. Really <laughs> <work. laughs> ah, yeah.
3: That's like early MTV time, man. So good. So good.
2: And the hairstyles were strong.
0: (laughs) That's a good
2: word for it, Jordy.
0: (laughs) Strong, because Aquanet is a very stronghold.
2: Oh, Aquanet. Good old Aquanet. And then in 1962, Gary Clark, guitarist from the Scottish pop group Danny Wilson, uh, had the 1988 single Mary's Prayer. Clark became a successful songwriter for other artists, including Natalie Imbruglia, Liz Fair. Katie Lang and former Spice Girls Melanie C and Emma Bunton, and then also we all want to
1: be
3: we we all want to be him yeah for Uh, sure uh, uh, (laughs) want to be uh, (laughs) we are children of the nineties yes Yes.
2: this is so good yeah he got to work with all of them and then in 1963 Jay Rick Rubin. American record producer and former co-president of Columbia Records, along with Russell Simmons, um, is the former or is the founder of Def Jam Records and also established American Recordings. And then, sharing a birth year in 1963, also uh, Jeff Ament, basis for Pearl Jam. Okay. Yeah. We Sounds just call good. him Jeff. Jeff. Good old Jeff. <laughs> J E double F. Um, then in 1966, American drummer Dave Crewson, uh best known for being the original drummer for Pearl Jam, so big Dave, big birthday day for Pearl, yeah, Pearl Jam. Yeah, so, um, Also in 1966, uh, Eddie Brickle, U.S. singer. Oh. Edie Raquel. Yeah, there oh. we go. The
0: New Bohemians. That's a
3: great,
4: oh, they were great. Oh.
0: They were way ahead of their time. Yeah. I, yeah, she's awesome. a total, total new wave. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I should have known that because I, okay, everything. It'll, it'll, it'll make sense in a moment. <laughs> in 1989, their 1989 single with The New Bohemians, What I Am, also a 1999 hit for Spice Girl Emma Bunton. Um, Edie married the one and only Paul Simon in 1992. Absolutely so, uh, right. Yep, it couldn't be Eddie. And then in 1971.
0: 70s were wild. Yeah, I guess
2: it could have been. <laughs> um, Timothy Z. Moseley was born in 1971. Timbaland, AKA R&B producer and rapper. And then in 1973, um, John Charles LeCompette I just, I'm not sure. Guitarist with American rock band Evanescence, who had the 2003 single Bring Me to Life, Jam. Um, In 1977, singer, songwriter, record producer, actor, and musician Robin Thicke. In 1983, American pop country singer, uh, winner of the fourth season of American Idol, Carrie Underwood, Oh, wow. Fourth
0: season. Yeah, oh, isn't that crazy? God. And now, what are they on? Like 20? Yeah, yeah they're all, like in the uh, 20s now. Seven. I don't uh, know. Yes. Unbelievable.
2: Um, And then our baby birthday, 1987. Emily Shandy, the Scottish singer songwriter. Her singles include Read All About It, Next to Me, which is my personal favorite, and Beneath You're Beautiful. Nice. And, yes.
3: Well, do you know, I need to add two birthdays. Oh, who okay. Do we have? Well, First of all, my publicist, manager, everything, Lori Young, her husband, Paul, it's his birthday today. (gasps) Happy
4: Happy birthday, birthday, Paul! Paul! And,
3: And I doubt he is listening today, but I... Have been remiss in not sending birthday greetings to a gentleman who is a polka legend. He is a member of the Cleveland-style polka Hall of Fame and the International Polka Association Hall of Fame. The gentleman's name is Fred Zwick. He is the leader of the International Sound Machine, the ISM band from Cleveland, nice. Ohio. And it's so his birthday today? It is Freddie Zwick's birthday. Happy
2: birthday, Freddie! Oh, that's a good one. I mean, I that in, in fact,
3: I, I I need to text Fred's right now. <laughs> and I uh I'm on a awesome podcast. <laughs> and we just sent birthday greetings. So, awesome to you, my friend. <laughs>
2: so watch it. <laughs> and then on this day in music history in 1958, um Big Records released our song by a teenage duo from Queens, New York, Tom and Jerry. The duo will become famous um in the 60s under their real names Paul Simon and Art Gar- Garfunkel.
0: Oh, Tom and Jerry, huh? Isn't
2: that funny? Wow. Yeah.
0: Well, I'm a huge fan. They're still crazy after all these
2: years?
3: <laughs> they
0: sure are. <laughs>
3: <No>.
2: <laughs> And then in 1964, it's a big day for Paul Simon. Um, Clearly, oh my yeah, god, his wife or ex-wife or current wife, ex-wife. I'm, I'm not. He, I think
0: I. I don't know I, if they're still married.
2: Oh, anywho, her and him. Um, <laughs> in 1964, Paul Simon and Art Garfunkel recorded "The Sounds of Silence" uh, as an acoustic duo. It wasn't until record company producers added uh, electric guitar. Bass and drums, without the knowledge of Paul and Art, that the song would become a hit in late 1965.
0: Wow! They had yeah. no say in that. Huh? Nope,
2: it was an executive decision. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, and, and also thanks to Wikipedia, uh-huh. Edie and Paul are still happily married. Oh, they are uh-huh.
0: happily married. Yay! That's worth a, an applause. Oh, Since yes.
2: 1992. 1992. That's that so impressive. Wow, oh, that's good like for five that. lifetimes these days. I feel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Some days. Yeah. Uh, And then in 1996, Alanis Morissette won. Wait for this. She won Best Album for Jagged Little Pill, Pill, Best Female Singer, Best Rock Album, Best Songwriter, and Best Single at the 25th juno awards held in hamilton canada
0: yes in ontario yep she Um, is a canadian treasure
1: yes
3: yes she is i am just sad that she did not get some kind of jazz award for that amazing harmonica solo (laughs) on you learn (laughs) i I mean it's just like it goes into polytonality in that second section because she's just like just going randomly on it.
2: it it that is true. It did not get the credit. It
3: did.
0: I mean, I feel is, like that it was, was the amazing. only harmonica in the in the recording studio at the time. And she's like, you know what, I'm doing this. And I don't
2: do know it. that she'd ever
3: played a harmonica
0: before she did that solo. And I'm fairly confident that was a one take and done, baby.
3: <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> there was no going back and on that one. That that was before Pro Tools was as as prominent as it is now. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's just like uh, that was raw. Yeah. That was real. That was a great record. I mean, yeah, totally... I mean, well, groundbreaking she, she can do yeah. no wrong yeah i mean dude she had flea playing bass on there <laughs> yeah. i mean i think dave navarro was on there before ink master you know what i mean oh my god yep. so i mean it's pretty awesome
2: yeah she is awesome and then in 2003 brad i uh toned this one down so you wouldn't get mad at me <laughs> um
0: oh boy <laughs> during, what could it be yeah
2: right during a concert in london england dixie chick's lead singer, Natalie Maines, today's the day, everyone um, said that the band was ashamed of a certain somebody to be from Texas. And, oh, wow! <laughs> and, you know, she's from Texas also. And the comment sparked intense controversy, controversy and outrage among many Americans. Yeah, that was a big day. That was a
0: big day for the, for the chicks. Big no yes, longer. The they are, they are no longer Dixie oh, chicks.
2: That was the day or the, the next day. well,
0: well the, Chicks thing happened pretty recently, but yeah, that was yeah. when they, That's they basically became when very they got polarized listed, yeah. you
2: know, uh, and it, yeah. and it's, it's
3: interesting history will, will show, you know, m- many musicians have taken political stances and that kind of stuff. And, and I understand we're in a very divided time in so many ways, but music also has a way of unifying, Yeah, you know, and, you know, I, I do my best to, to try to unify people with, with sure. music and, because I hope we have different opinions, you know? I mean, and that's one of the things that, let's be thankful that we have the ability to think and express, exactly. you know? Right. And so um, let's all be thankful for that and let's all enjoy that that ability and- uh,
2: Amen. Toast. And Toast. why die cheers, thirsty? Cheers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <I'll>
3: Nostrovia. Nostrovia.
2: <laughs> Amen. And then, In 2009, tickets for a one-off gig by Sir Paul McCartney in Las Vegas sold out in seven seconds after going on sale. The former Beatle was booked to perform at the opening of the new joint at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino on April 19th uh, in front of 4,000 fans. Tickets were $750 each. Good could you it's imagine seven, seven seconds, seconds How
3: how many bitcoins would you need to buy that now? Yeah, right. You know, um, <laughs> I've got this or, point, or wait it's a like second. pieces of can, bitcoin. Can, can I get an NTF of that? Yeah. <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> yeah. Just crazy. And like I would have bargained seven fifty. It seems like a lot, but for that gem, it'd yeah, be worth it. If you it. could get it seven if you could seconds get it. later. Seven seconds. I can't even. Can a computer even load that fast? I guess clearly. Well, especially
3: because we were talking dial-up back then.
2: Yeah, two thousand nine. Or did you have to like get the tickets? From oh, two thousand nine. We, we had. Uh, are, yeah. are we doing okay then? I don't remember. That was a long time <laughs> <Yeah>. ago. <laughs> Let us just
3: you know this is. Let's put this into the legendary land of you know I had to walk uphill
2: <laughs> yes. five nice. miles both ways.
0: <laughs> you know what I mean exactly.
2: <laughs> uh, and then we have to mention some departures. So in 1988, the younger brother of the Bee Gees, Andy Gibb, passed oh, away wow. in the ho- in, um, in the hospital at the age of 30. And it was only five days after his birthday. So his birthday was March 5th. And- Yikes. Yeah. And then in 1997, American rhythm and blues singer Laverne Baker passed away at the age of 57. And in 2005, Danny Joe Brown, American singer with Molly, Molly Hatchet passed yeah. away at the age of 53.
0: Wow, that was today.
2: Yeah. And then in 2017, American singer-songwriter, actress, and producer Johnny Sle- Joni Sledge died from natural causes at the age of 60. She was best known as the founding member of Sister Sledge, who were best known for their hits, We Are Family, and He's the Greatest Dancer. Sweet. are. Oh. Oh, wait a
1: second, Jam. I
3: thought that was a Polka family song.
2: We are family, Polka family, oh, no. <laughs> we're the best. Is this a segue? <laughs> 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 and that concludes The Geordie File. The Geordie File. Thank you all. Nice.
1: I and love a lot of birthdays today. It was,
2: it was a lot. And I'm sorry, I stumbled. I haven't even been drinking and I'm like slurring up a storm over here. not say uh, <laughs> Yeah, it might be. Uh, it's mellowed me out you know and then <laughs> so much I can't speak we had a few requests from um, we have I'm sorry I'm trying to go back here oh we're gonna get to really those see. oh you already you already made notes okay
0: I did make notes just kidding oh.
2: scratch that okay <laughs> yeah erase that from the memory <laughs>
0: Well, there was one in particular that I made a note of. Okay, so yeah, what are what word. are the requests? Will you please
4: stop the show early today?
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. You guys are done.
4: <laughs> well They are cancelled.
0: <laughs> just to let you know, you guys, if you can't get enough of the Geordie files, because Lord knows I can't, uh, you could can binge all of her segments at jncpodcast.com. dot com. Just click on the Geordie Files link. Well, the time has come, Alex. We're going to put you on the hot seat in this rapid fire interview inspired by the late great James Lipton, host of Inside the Actor Studio. This is Inside the Lipton Tea.
3: Inside the Jaeger Tea?
0: Inside the Jaeger Tea.
2: (laughs) That was good. Good cover.
0: Got to get my James Lipton glasses on. Oh, I can I can actually see now. This is oh, incredible. He is
4: looking
3: very studious right now. <laughs> Incredibly.
0: <laughs> Welcome to Inside the Lipton Tea. I'm Brad Brock, playing the part of James Lipton, legendary host of Inside the Actor Studio. I am here with nationally acclaimed and Grammy nominated musician, producer, and entertainer extraordinaire, Alex Meixner. Alex, welcome to the show.
4: It is a pleasure to be here, sir.
0: Are you ready to begin?
3: I am as ready as I've ever been.
0: What is your favorite word? Coolio. 90s child. <laughs> yes. What is your least favorite word? Mm.
3: I, I don't have a least favorite word. I, I, I'm just not. I'm gonna. I'm going to drink a fifth on that one.
0: All right, okay. drink a fifth. I'll write that down. I like that. What turns you on?
3: Well, anything that allows me to like hear great music, and of course, my beautiful wife. Ah, good.
0: <sighs> what turns you off?
3: You know, mean people.
0: Yeah, that's a big. That's a big term. You know, off. just
3: nasty people, you know, mm-hmm. just like we don't need to be.
0: It's so true. What sound or noise do you love? What sound the accordion. Of course. Of
1: course. <laughs> I hello? mean hello. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what sound or noise do you hate? The bassoon. Oh, really? Uh, I love the bassoon.
3: Uh, <clears throat> You know the burping broomstick just did not do it for me. Which amazingly, my 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 wife played the bassoon in a past lifetime. You okay. know, and she loves the bassoon. I just it just doesn't.
0: Well, Paula, now you know what you got up it. your sleeve just in case. Just in case you need to, you know, grind the gears a little.
1: Get the bassoon. bassoon.
0: <laughs> what is your favorite curse word? Ooh. I never curse.
3: <laughs> I always. I'm a good boy. I never use any foul language.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that somebody's?
2: Except, well, didn't no.
0: somebody say that last week or the week before?
2: Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> do you want?
0: Do you want to know what? Let's let's put this in Austrian
3: dialectic terms. Wuschlauk. <laughs> Wuschlauk. You know that is to say asshole in in Austrian dialect. I like that. Wuschlauk. You know <laughs> German. German just has a great way of just like.
0: Yeah, it's very abrupt. It's very uh, um, aggressive. I, I dig it. Yeah, I like that. Whereas, like Dutch, because I heard so much Dutch, it's it's similar but very soft. It's much so, softer. So polite. Yes, it really. I, is. I mean, I've
3: been to the Netherlands twice, and the pe- But man, we play for some rowdy peeps. Oh, over oh I didn't there. say the people. I were, I mean, were,
1: were
3: well. I mean, calm. that's the other thing. <laughs> so when the World Cup, the Dutch played in Orlando the year that the world cup was, and my dad was working at Disney and the orange, they would come wearing all their orange and their, and their, and they were crazy going around Epcot and, you know, uh, yeah.
0: So fun. Oh my gosh. (laughs) What profession other than your own, would you like to try?
1: Hmm.
3: Do you know, I, I enjoy politics. Um, from the, I love just seeing how there's different sides of an issue that can be completely founded in fact, or, you know, when things are being founded in fact, and how it can be packaged in a way to find a way to get a better solution. Sure. And so um, without siding in any direction, I'm just truly fascinated with the whole process of 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 coming up with law and and formulating together so i mean like
0: i i agree and, and and
3: you know i mean sometimes like particularly you know with with my kids like as they're getting older and that kind of bit i like you know taking an opposite viewpoint just to see if they can justify playing the devil's advocate, you know, yeah, and, sure. and it's just because I think it's important that we find that so that we can empathize with people, sure. you know, and then and then just, OK, come on, come on. Here. Yeah. And then we find the middle because, I mean, we live in a democracy, which means you're going to be pissed off and I'm going to be pissed off. And sometimes we we'll meet in the middle yeah, somewhere. It's somewhere <laughs> you know? somewhere we meet in the middle. We get so it so done. That we're both
1: equally ticked <laughs> off, you exactly. know. Yeah.
0: All right. <laughs> well, what job would you not do under any circumstance? Um,
3: any the guys that've been in the van with me, driving, uh, race car driver. I shouldn't be uh, <laughs>
2: <laughs> crazy driver.
3: And, no, it's not even that I'm crazy driver. It's just, um, you know, my I. Yeah, let's just not put me <laughs> as a race car driver. Fair enough. I am not at Patty's <laughs> level of driving, but I mean.
0: <laughs> oh, there's a Poor slam Patty. on Patty. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, oh, I'm setting him up for his interview so well. You really so are. Well. It's going to be
0: great. <laughs> and finally, if heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? It's polka time.
1: It's polka time. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: I love it and in fact it is polka time how about another tune Alex okay yeah Yeah? get your thinking caps on because coming up next we'll be playing a round of Name That Tune with all of you but first here's another tune from Alex Mikesner woo
3: this is a little song that I've recorded a few times it's a little mash of Aaron Copland's Hoedown from Rodeo with the Orange Blossom special
1: (laughs) I <laughs> don't
2: like heavy and hard to well visit. the piano accordion is heavier oh,
3: okay. Um, that one there is only like about I think 18 or 19 pounds probably oh, wow. this one here is about 27 28
1: maybe Dang. So. wow that's crazy Mm-mm. oh my gosh I and mean not yeah, winded yeah Did and I, co-
0: I complain about like carrying like a five pound guitar yeah.
1: <laughs> Holy moly!
2: oh
0: uh, we have a couple that's questions amazing. from the uh, from the chat room here uh Charles Harrington wants to know, what's your favorite color? My favorite color is purple. Ooh, purple rain. Uh, and uh, also from Charles, what is okay, your... hold on
3: a second. <laughs> I do have to put... Joe Tierney was in a band when, when Prince passed. Oh. And he said, being that he was living in Minneapolis when he moved here, he said, in tribute to Prince, please do not desecrate any of Prince's music. Uh. So because of Joe... I will never play any Prince in the band because I promised Joe I would not play
0: any Prince. Oh wow. see that's I mean that's that's pretty solid. That's a solid promise. Yeah. You
3: know, I mean Prince never played any of our tunes, so uh, I mean I figure that you know, it's I only mean, fair. Yeah.
1: It's it's
0: Yeah. <laughs> Charles also wants to know uh I missed it here. Uh, what is your favorite song? It doesn't need to be accordion, anything. It could be any, any song. What's your favorite song? You know, there's so many
3: different... It, it all depends on the day because music changes with our mood, you know? Sure. Um, Charles is a, definitely an accordion aficionado. His mother, Dr. Helmy Harrington, is a treasure of this country. Um, she is the curator of the Accordion Museum in Superior, Wisconsin, which is right next to Inferior Minnesota. Uh,
2: (laughs) (laughs) Put on (laughs) dunce. (laughs) No (laughs) tea, (laughs) no shade.
3: So, um, in in tribute to Dr. Helmy Harrington, (laughs) um, I would say that a song that I love to play, but most importantly, listen to, uh, there was a wonderful accordionist who was a great inspiration to me um, from Kansas City by the name of Don Lipovac. And he did this gorgeous arrangement of these two very simple mexican folk songs and it's just called los dos and it's just amazing how just a simple melody just played with beautiful phrasing can just be like soothe the savage beasts
0: wow mm-hmm. I'm, Ooh, yeah. the soothe- man i'm gonna have to yeah, go back and take like all, all these whole- notes uh, they are going in the uh in the lingo box here Well, we're going to talk a little bit more about your your influences outside of polka in... Our next segment, where we invite all of you tuning in live to play along with us here in the JNC Lounge. While we write our answers down on the boards, you'll be putting your guesses in the chats and comments. We're looking for the name of the song and the artist. And of course, at the end of the game, we're going to choose a lucky participant to get some fun jams and cocktails podcast swag. So let's play Name That Tune. Oh, good call. One. All right, let's see if all the cameras are working. Oh yeah.
1: And we got Thank Alex you.
0: twice.
4: Oh, yay. I'm in stereo.
0: <laughs> all right, you guys. Well the first song is by Elvis Presley. Um <laughs> God, don't get don't let that get out of your head. Oh. <laughs> tonight's category comes straight from Alex's non-polka influences, uh, of which only I and he are privy to here in the lounge, which means Jordan is the only one that has no idea. What's your what's your dude? Now I got to remember what I wrote
1: on that
2: questionnaire. (laughs) (laughs) Who were my influences? Who do I like? (laughs) All
0: right, you guys, are you ready for your first clue?
2: Hmm.
0: Yeah, here we go. You'll know some of these, Jordan. I think.
2: Uh, All right, you guys. We say that every week.
0: All right, here we go. First clue. Maybe. That's awesome. The sound cues
2: running the struggle. John, bus.
3: Sound of silence. It's, it's John Cage. Well, it is Paul Simon's day, so maybe oh. it is this. What
1: goes up? Oh yeah. Must come down.
0: I'll play that again. We were kind of talking over there. What goes up
1: must come down.
0: down. It's so good. It's such a great tune.
3: And the trumpet solo by Luce Soloff on there is just that was. Yeah. Oh my god,
0: uh TC Nightlife, our friends Todd and Laura from T C Nightlife coming in with the name of the song. We're looking for the artist as well. What do you guys have? You guys have it written down here yet? Yeah, that's
4: that's easy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: all right, so there's one <laughs> for Alex and one for Jordan. <laughs> uh we got a lot of the a lot of answers in. Christine in with the artist. You guys are correct. It is spinning wheel by blood, sweat, and tears. What
1: goes up? Must come down.
0: Not Tom Jones. David and, Clayton uh, and not Thomas. Uh, Alright, you guys ready for your next clue? I'm ready. Here we go.
4: Way down here, you need a Ooh. reason.
0: I know this one. <laughs> it was one of my favorite songs.
4: Way down Ooh. here, you need
0: a reason. We actually talked about this place uh, quite a bit tonight.
3: You know, it took me a second because at first I thought it was somebody else. Oh. Because this is not a song that is one of my favorites by this artist. No
0: kidding. I It's... But he's got so many good ones. He and has
3: so many good ones. This one and just spoke
0: to me at a time in my life when I needed it and uh so now it's it's in my soul. Yeah. Like you said, you know, music gets you in different ways.
3: Yeah. It it is amazing. There's another can can I say another song by this artist? Yeah, of course. Okay. The the song that really got me, well two songs, was first his recording of You've Got a Friend. Yes. Which, I mean, Carole King wrote the song, mm-hmm. he perfected it. Yes, I believe um, that's true. I mean, true. With, with all due respect to Carole King, but Don't Let Me Be Lonely Tonight, oh, which was one. recorded in his living room before everybody had home studios. Right. And I think Tom Scott took a sax solo on it that was just like,
0: wow. Mm. Yeah, he but, was doing his thing ahead of his time as well. But now that I'm listening,
3: this song, I think, was either influenced by or influenced a Florida artist, because that I mean, like, just the, the flavor of it, I, I'm ready to hear steel drums.
0: You're right, exactly. You know, Jimmy Buffett actually did a cover of this, and it's so good. It, its I may actually appreciate where I don't – I may like it better, but I totally appreciate I, it uh, from – and everybody's already in with the wind here. Uh, it is James <laughs> Taylor, and, it, and the song is Mexico. That was uh, – Kevin McLaughlin got all that, and uh, some other people – Chiming in there. And uh, what did you guys have, obviously? Uh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I put Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, she put down Mexico. Mexico. Phonetically. <laughs> yeah. In English, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Well done, you guys. Are you ready for your next clue? I'd be ready. We ready. All right. Are you getting everybody that's playing, Jordan?
2: Yes, it's hard uh, to keep up. We have a lot of participants there. tonight. Very you good. have great friends and yeah, fans. Yeah, no kidding. And
3: I am a lucky man. I've you got are. amazing fans <laughs> and Love great friends. And they're friends. Yeah. You know, that's my scene. So
0: good. Uh, here is the next clue We're
4: caught in a trap. Oh. 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 I might have given that one. <laughs>
0: I'm pretty sure. Uh, I'm pretty sure Christine said uh, said this artist ages ago. So <laughs> here it is one more time for those uh, that have are having trouble. My
2: personal face.
0: Are you also looking in over on YouTube too? We got a bunch of players on YouTube tonight.
2: Yes, sir. I, Good. When She's when I was
3: little, I I can remember being homesick from school, and there was a specific. Concert that my mom had on Betamax videotape. <laughs> wow. Live Aloa from Hawaii.
0: Yes. And of course, and everybody's. Just, I, yeah, I was just gonna say if this, if
3: this one doesn't have answers
0: all over. <laughs> yep, yep. You, you know? guys are right out there. It is Elvis Presley, Elvis himself. And, I'm Elvis. Elvis. and uh, it is Suspicious Minds. What do you guys have here and in the I'm, lounge?
1: Suspicious yeah, minds, knew yeah. It. Yep.
2: By yeah. Elvis himself. By Elvis himself.
0: <laughs> 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 nice Alright next clue Here we go
1: Down on creation
0: Oh um, <sighs> <No. laughs> That's easy One more time Here it is one more time
1: Down on creation.
0: I had to like cut around The hook on that because it says it quite a bit Yes it does <laughs> Christine says I'm very disappointed I did not say Elvis himself it's a oh. running joke on our show uh, it's, it's always Elvis himself <laughs> <laughs> um. and uh, Francisca came in with the win there it is top of the world by the Carpenters what you guys have here in the lounge
3: Though, I mean, this song has been covered by a lot of Polish polka bands. In fact, polka country musicians, of which Wally Dombrowski is the leader, the guy playing with this, yeah. um, they did a great recording of this song.
0: No kidding. Nice. I have to so. brush up on my uh, on my polka covers.
1: Yeah, you did. What'd you get, Jordan? Anything?
2: I meant to put the Carpenters, but I put Carters because, uh. you know. <laughs> it's not right. <laughs> yeah. And Thanks for drawing attention to it.
0: Brian. I have one more. <laughs> And uh and this was uh <laughs> this was funny because somebody actually mentioned it in the chat earlier. So uh here we go. It
2: brings back the skating rink the, for me. Okay, so
0: <laughs> So out there of the are, 50 million versions of this,
3: <laughs> my guess of this one, and I'm gonna think it is. Can I say what I think it is? Why not? I okay, think, uh, <laughs> I think it is a band from Western Canada called the Emeralds.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Well, that's a good guess because I actually don't know. Okay. Uh, it, it, this is, this came across as a generic version probably on a variety CD or a you know a polka dance CD but Well there
3: are so many different titles you could put because this song although we know it as the Chicken Dance was the Duck Dance. Yeah, the bird um, song. Der Vogeltanz, der Ententanz. Or Freddie Sonnenschein did a version of it called Ja, yeah, wenn wir alle
0: Englein werden, if we were all little angels. Oh,
2: wow.
0: <laughs> wow. Well, of all those names, everybody in here is saying uh, Chicken, chicken dance, dance. And so that's correct. Uh, and, and apparently it was originally composed by Werner or Werner Thomas in the 1950s. So Werner it's really Thomas not as old and,
3: as you'd think it is. Well, and the song, it was written by. Werner thomas and something Rendell they were swiss guys mm-hmm. and the song actually got its first popularity in the early 80s in the netherlands no kidding and then it, Leave hit, it to the dutch and then it hit oktoberfest and it has become an
0: anthem i uh, do you yeah. know every thing, white person's wedding <laughs> since the dawn of time? I think.
3: But the thing is that's what's really fascinating about it is that it brings out the inner child in way yes. and, 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 and yeah. in a good way. I can yeah. remember playing this at a festival one time and looking into the audience and seeing one of my college music theory props in the audience dancing the chicken dance, and I go, Do you know what? It's a unifier,
4: baby. It really you is. You know,
3: I mean, this guy's sitting here getting me back on Shankarian analysis, and and <laughs> oh he God. is now about as as simple as it gets. You it's know? so
0: true. It's so true. Amazing. Oh, well, that's, that's awesome. awesome. This has been named that tune. You guys have done such a good job. So, before we move on to our next segment, we are going to. Grab a winner to send some uh to send some you some swag this to. Time. I do. I always forget. I always move on and she's like, wait, go back. And so. do you want to
3: know what Lori put down the other title from the Alex Meister band account? She put down Dance Little Bird.
0: That's another title? That I was love. the other
3: title. That was the first forty five that was released of it in the United States by Frank File in the Good Times on Sound Records in New Haven, Michigan. Wow.
2: New Haven New Haven. <laughs> Love
0: oh, it. Yeah. Dance Little Bird. I love that. Nice. How many people did we have playing tonight, Jordan? We had
2: 12.
0: 12 people playing. Yeah. So, what we're going to do, Alex, because you yeah, are a special some- guest, oh, I'm going to give you a drum roll and you're going to give us number one to 12. And that's going to decide who we're going to send some stuff to. Are you ready? I'm ready. Eight. Number eight, Jordan.
2: Of course. The one person I don't know their name in the YouTube chat there. A Sandcastle?
0: A Sandcastle. Yes. Do
2: you see
0: them? (laughs) I do. I see them there. All right. Uh,
2: Reveal yourself.
0: Yes. Whomever (laughs) you are, A Sandcastle, uh, you can send us a direct message um, through YouTube or you can find us out uh, on uh, any social media. JNC Podcast, Jams and Cocktails Podcast, or uh, you can email us at jamsandcocktails at gmail.com. Oh,
2: maybe here's a good clue. Alex, you might know them. It says, I saw Alex at Hunter Mountain Oktoberfest years ago. So good. Come back to Long Island. So. Oh, well. Well, I guess that could be a lot of
1: people.
3: We've played some amazing gigs at Hunter and Bear Mountain and all that stuff. And we will be back on Long Island with the Alex Meixner Band on Saturday, May 4th. First at Plot Deutsch Park oh, in nice. Franklin Square, so uh, we will be performing there. It'll be, I think, a late afternoon, early evening gig. I mean, we're all just trying to figure out how to sure. work around the different things, but they have done an excellent job of doing uh, staying within the regulations of the state of New York and still allowing everybody to have a good time. Oh, nice. That's, That's awesome, excellent. Oh, so. it's
2: it's uh, Diane.
0: Okay.
3: Well
2: Diane. Yes. She is our winner.
0: Well, right Good on stuff. Diane. Let's hear
4: it for Diane. Yeah,
0: Diane. Yay. <laughs> Diane, if you uh if you send us a private message through YouTube, um we will uh we will send you a coupon to go and, and, and pick out whatever um, whatever you want from our raffle winning and we'll send that out to you. Yay. Um so yeah thanks for playing everybody that was so fun that was so fun (laughs) all right you guys well while we freshen up our cocktails here in the lounge our good friend leadership coach tony espinosa gives us the push we need to persevere through the rest of our week this is a throwback because uh, tony was a little hung up today so but still a good message so take some notes this is your midweek motivation (laughs)
5: Brad Brock, how you doing my friend? Wednesday night jams and cocktails, thanks for having me on. Hi Jordan, miss you sweetheart. I hope everyone's doing well. I'm doing well, life is beautiful. New year, people are starting to you know, do the new thing for the new year and trying to get focused again. Um, and I, I've noticed a few people in my life, they're falling short just a little bit, not falling short, not giving up, but they feel like uh, like they don't have any support. Um, so when I try to encourage them, and that's what I wanna talk about, encouragement encouragement is oxygen for the soul you know if you're working on something if you're stuck in life you're out there and you're not sure where to turn you don't need always to 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 start over and go in a new direction you just need some encouragement what's the best way to get that start encouraging other people people that are doing stuff around you friends, loved ones, people that you work with, you see them doing something positive and moving forward, encourage, hey, good job, I noticed what you're doing. That's great, thank you, keep moving forward, don't give up. And in turn, those people will start encouraging you. Like I said, encouragement is oxygen for the soul. And notice on the flip side. If you discourage people if you're nasty to people if you put them down all of a sudden you are alone on an island so encourage the ones you care about encourage the ones that are in your circle encourage the ones that are around you enough that their energy can affect you because if you're always the go get them kind of guy go get them good job keep it up you're going the right thing that's the way to do it i love your enthusiasm they're going to come around and help you they're going to turn around and be like, hey, what can I do for you, Brad Brock? You're looking good. I know you're struggling with that. How can I help you? You're doing good. What can I do? And he just it comes full circle. You know, I, I hate to use karma and what goes around comes around and, and the, the golden rule, do unto others you want to do unto yourself. But those are all cliches for a reason. There's a reason cliches make sense. There's a reason cliches and figures of speech come around because there's some truth to them. So encourage the people in your life and they will start encouraging you. You need some motivation, you need some people to lift you up, you need every day, then you start being that person. I love to quote Gandhi, be the change you wanna see in the world. You start helping other people, encouraging other people, they will come around and encourage you. Guess what, you're doing awesome. Whatever you're working on, keep going. Don't give up. If you hit a wall, you hit some hard times, reach out to me, but that's part of the process. Obstacles are the way. Brad Brock, I love you my friend. I'll talk to you soon. Tony
0: Espinosa. As I mentioned, it's a throwback, but it's still a very important message, you know. Obstacles are the way, you know. If you're not challenged, you're never going to grow. And uh, so I, I like that message. I figured I'd pull that one out of the archives.
2: Very good. Yeah,
1: thank
0: you. good stuff. Thank you. Grazie.
2: <laughs> Danke. <laughs> yeah.
0: <Thank> yeah. <you. laughs> so many Uh, Well, you guys, uh, we're going to get into our shameless plugs section of the show here. And it's, of course, where we go around the room and we talk about all the things that we have going on and uh, things that we'd like to plug. So uh, we obviously would like to open the floor to our special guest, Mr. Alex Meixner. Give us all the things we should be looking for and looking forward to. Okay, so for all of our
3: friends down here on the Treasure Coast and heading in South Florida, I'm doing some solo strolling gigs on the accordion at Ethan's Grill in Hope Sound, which has some excellent German food. And so I'll be there on... Friday night this week and next week at 6 o'clock. As well as on Saturday, the Alex Meixner Band will be at the American German Club of the Palm Beaches in Lake Worth, Florida for Shamrock in the House. And we are looking forward to playing all your favorite Irish, German, American, and whatever the heck comes out of Joe McTierney, Tom (laughs) O'Holler, Wally Dombrowski, and yours truly, Alex Meixner. For those of y'all who are not in Florida... Um, I really, really hope that you'll be following the stuff on YouTube.com slash Alex become a fan on Face Club and Instagram, <laughs> and most importantly, I have Patreon.com slash Alex Meixner, where you can be a patron of the Alex Meixner band, Alex Meixner Music, for as little as $3 a month. You get the new and classic recordings that have been unreleased that are available to you as downloads or for $34 a year, up to other platforms up to other levels that include perks such as the once a month Zoomer um, happy hour that we have with all of our, our fun fans at that level. And I also do a lot of teaching through there. So I am really enjoying teaching accordion and music lessons to students of all ages. Uh, right now, my students are ranging in age from 15 to 15 to 80 years old i had a lady that just contacted me from portland oregon and she is going to be taking she is starting button accordion lessons she has been tinkering with it for a few months on her own and she is taking up a new instrument at the age of 80 if that's not an inspiration i don't know what is i mean like that that just rocks. You were never too old to be learning new things. and that's it. Taking
0: it on. That's what keeps your mm-hmm. brain young. You know. Exactly. That's
3: exactly new what she input. said. She's like, I need to keep my brain active. I need to keep keep my body from getting stiff and
0: go for it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, I, I, your brand of accordion playing is definitely a, a full body experience. So <laughs> she, she's going to be. She, hopefully, yep. she doesn't bust a hip or
4: anything. <laughs> Bust a move. Bust the move. You yeah. want it. <laughs> you <laughs> squeeze it. <laughs> you want it. A
3: bust accordion. Oh, I should have. Oh, young MC really wanted to be a polka star.
0: Uh, he just uh, didn't have the opportunity. He didn't yeah, have the opportunity. Just the mark. Oh, yeah. well, that's awesome. Anything else? Uh, anything else that we need to plug? Uh, just come on. Please sign up to be on
3: the mailing list, com so that you can see I have other performances that are going to be announced. Um, we're touring back starting at the end of April. Um, as of right now, there are performances, um, booked in Indiana, Ohio, Pennsylvania, and New York. And we're hoping to be adding a few more coming on. And then Texas happens again in May. Um, we are going to be at Krause's Cafe in New Braunfels, Texas for three nights and, Hopefully, going to be um, firming up some other dates in the great state of Texas. Nice. I might
0: have to send you a little pocket money out there to uh, to grab some more of those beers for us uh, here in the lounge. You know, there there <laughs> there might be a little bit of room in the van,
3: as well as hopefully by that point, um, I have another project, uh, another beverage that will be oh, hopefully coming. Cool soon and
0: i um, really looking forward to that project awesome. awesome well we're gonna have to have you we back on when uh when you bring that to fruition oh. and we'll talk about that and partake perhaps we
2: love
3: beverages
4: <laughs> nice all I right i like cold beverages
3: <laughs> i do you know one of my buddies from college is current is currently playing with g love no kidding um, so he has um his trombone player is brian thomas from boston massachusetts right now and um I was like, dude,
0: I like cold beverages. <laughs> yes. Oh, G Love's amazing. He's great too. Yeah. S- cool. Super cool vibe. He needs to get. He needs to jam and cocktail, man. <gasps> yeah. Maybe we can make it happen, G Love. If you're out there.
2: Hashtag
0: G Love. I'm gonna start hashtagging him and <laughs> <in> everything. <laughs> I'm gonna hashtag him in this clip for sure. Yep. Jordan, any shameless plugs tonight?
2: Um, I think you'll have them covered. Okay. Yeah, you take mine. This okay, evening. I'll take the Thank evening. you. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, <laughs> of course, uh, I want to thank everybody that's tuning in live, and uh, and of course those of you that are catching the reruns on YouTube or iHeartRadio and Spotify. Uh, again, please show us some love by liking, sharing, subscribing to, and following our pages. It's the single most free thing that you could do to help us out. Uh, as Alex mentioned, we also just launched a Patreon page. So great minds think alike clearly. Oh, yeah. awesome. uh, so we don't, uh, we're still working on getting content up there, but as it moves along, we're going to uh, be doing a segment called JNC After Dark, which is uh, unseen footage, uh, behind the scenes footage, and uh, conversations that we have after the live stream ends. And that's exclusive to our Patreon patrons. And of course, we have some other uh, cool benefits in there. Check it out, patreon.com slash jams and cocktails or JNC podcast. Uh, you can uh, see it there, or you could just go to JNC podcast.com and there's links to literally everything that we do. Uh, there and uh yeah so check that out that's that's awesome uh patreon is the way to go these days it's like only fans for uh for keeping your clothes on anyway <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to, to shout out Whoa, to our sponsors and uh, and partners uh, with Code Rum, hoplife Brewing, Treasure Coast Entertainment, Snorkel Corn Entertainment, The Sneaky Tiki in Downtown Steward, and our friends at Drizzly. Also, newest partners that have joined the legion of jams and cocktails is TC Nightlife. Had a lovely conversation with Todd, and uh, we're happy to be partnering up with them for things moving forward. They are probably the single most comprehensive list of live music in the treasure coast area that you're going to find and Todd puts such awesome supporters of and, all musicians absolutely super cool. really great really peeps. great people and um and there is blood sweat and tears uh, ah that go into the work that he does uh going out there uh, he's he's tracked me down to say hey uh, are you playing here because they don't have you on the schedule, but it's on your website. So Laura. Todd and Laura, thank you guys for everything that you do. Tcnightlife.com. Check it out. If you want to know where all the music is on the treasure coast. Uh, I have a couple of shows going on this week. Uh, they're pretty, they're, they're kind of my standards. Uh, so tomorrow you can find me at the Manatee Island in Fort Pierce at 5 30 PM with my one man band, and uh not my one man pet band i need to work on that well yeah it's yeah. it's time to get the accordion <laughs> and the drum going right <laughs> uh friday night i will be at hurricane grill in palm city and uh wow this is a short week for me saturday i'm going fishing on sunday apparently uh saturday night i will or saturday afternoon i'll be at the costa de Este beach resort in vero beach at 2 p.m. and that rounds out my week man this is a light week very excited very excited <laughs> Marvelous. I don't get a whole lot of time off, so they they're, I'm good with that. Uh, also, you guys go check out the all new JNC radio station. It is a brand new internet radio station. It's our our companion radio station to the podcast. Here, uh, we play a mix of hit songs and local Treasure Coast favorites from your favorite local artists. Plus, we do themes throughout the week, and of course, the Jams and Cocktails podcast breaks in each Wednesday night at eight PM for our live show, which is being broadcast on there as we speak. Uh, you can tune into our station on the free Live 365 app or just visit myjncradio.com and you can click on the player to start listening. Also, be sure to check out our good friend Captain Johnny Ringo of the Rum Company uh, and his new radio show called The Pirate Radio Show. It broadcasts each Sunday morning from 8 to 9 a.m. on the coast 101.3 locally, or you can watch it on Facebook premiering at the same time. Visit thepirateradioshow.com for more info. Finally, whoo! Finally, mark your calendars uh, to join us for our first remote broadcast from the Shindig Irish Pub for their St. Patty's Day party. We'll be playing Irish and St. Pat's favorites all day on JNC Radio. And of course, the Jams and Cocktails podcast will chime in live at 8 p.m. that night because it falls on a Wednesday this year. So I'm not sure exactly what to expect, but it's going to be fun. Kevin McLaughlin is going to be playing music there with us that night, and uh, we'll be doing some giveaways and some games games and we're going to have a good time uh so that is march 17th next wednesday uh come out to shindig irish pub or tune into the podcast uh either way we love your support so and that's my shameless vlogs Woo! Woo! awesome 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 well you guys as we're winding down the show tonight uh i'd like to say a very special thanks to our guest mr alex mike Snow. Thank you so much for having me, Brad and Jordan. It's been a pleasure to be here. Absolutely, man. Really, really a pleasure to meet you. You're you're a gem of a person and everything that everyone has said to me about you is completely true. you yeah. Oh, I can't I'm even so imagine. There's not even. Oh. No, but uh, really, man, such an interesting life and 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 a story to tell and uh, and know, good vibes. In, in, in and great, yeah, great vibes. I mean, you, you brought us a beer with your face on it. And everyone knows that I'm a fan of putting my face on everything. So <laughs> you're do you like spicy things? I love spicy All things. All right. Because yes. I'm going to send you out of here with a bottle of hot sauce that has my face on it. Oh, so you're awesome. going to get it. Yeah! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> awesome. Really, really a joy and, and we hope to have you back i always tell everybody after the first time the next time it, it's it's even more fun because we're, we've got through all the all the getting to know stuff and we just come in and have a great time so we're gonna have to have a jam session here so i want to let's let's pick some tunes out and let's 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 put swap around man i'm in i'm totally in okay and I I feel like we might not have some other players cuz there there's a couple
2: dudes. Yeah, who would your dream team be? Oh, there's a dream Ooh. team. We got to make a draft. Oh uh, man. It's like a what is it? Um the, oh, wait, the football. Oh, did, the you know what? Football. Dude,
3: we could have a reality show where it's like we're picking our our team players and then we go against each other, okay? And <gasps> like then
0: a battle like, of the bands? Yeah. Oh, like a battle of the Okay. Okay. Oh. Let's put a pin in this because I don't okay. want somebody to steal our idea. Oh uh,
2: yeah, we can't but, divulge too much information. But okay.
3: But, but, but I think is, this is a good idea. This could oh, be a lot. Right. Of fun. And
0: then we, yeah.
3: Oh. And then, oh, oh then we, baby, then we get to the point where
4: oh, I, oh, I just came up with
3: an idea here. I've been, been, my wife and I have been binge watching Ink Master. Uh, so, um,
0: <laughs> oh, inspired by Dave Navarro, right, huh? you got it. <laughs> awesome, awesome, Dave. Well, you guys, thank you all again so much for checking out the show tonight. Uh, thank you for our new friends brought to you by Alex. Uh, we hope you guys enjoyed our show and that you'll come back and see what else the Treasure Coast has to offer, music wise. Um, please, again. Subscribe and uh, and like and follow our stuff um, because we we bring a lot of a lot of local people out and get to tell their stories and we get to know them. It's really it's really just for me. This is uh this is really just a way for me to uh, to get to know my colleagues and uh, and fangirl a little bit. So uh, <laughs> we hope you enjoyed the show again. Thank Mr. you so much for having me. Alex it is my a pleasure says. to meet y'all.
1: Well, of course, same here. Same here.
0: And, of course, a big round of applause for the timeless Miss Jordan Taylor. Thank you. Thank
4: you. <laughs> and before we go, everybody should have a round of applause for the host with the most. Let's hear it for Brad Brock.
1: Aww. Big Brad. Woo. <laughs>
0: Oh my! I never get that. I never get that kind of thing. I know that was good. That was really nice. Uh, You guys, next week on the show, as I mentioned, we will be out of the lounge and we'll be live on location at Shindig Irish Pub for our St. Patty's Day special. So tune in for that, or come out and hang out with us in person. Either way, we'll have a good time. Until then, friends, be kind and rewind. Thank maybe you. Maybe that was a 90s reference. No, that was good. Every ah. time you say it,
2: I think that.
0: <laughs> Be kind and rewind. Broadcasting live from the legendary JNC Lounge, I'm Brad Brock. Good night. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: a show. We don't.